It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Education program that's very important. 
Matter of fact, we're so important for us that a person has to go through six weeks of our political education before we can consider themselves a member of the party, able to even run out ideology for the party. Why? Because if they don't have an education, then they know what. You see what I'm saying? They know what. Because they don't even know why they're doing what they're doing. You see, you might get people caught up in the emotionalist movement. Uh, you understand? You might get them caught up in because they're poor and they want something. And then if they're not educated, they want more. And before you know it, they'll be capitalists. And before you know it, we'll have Negro imperialists. Classic case of who done it. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on gag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox and Fort Box without commercial interruption. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from the Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. The revolution will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nub. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on the court from 29 districts. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on the rail with a brand new process. There will be no slow motion or still life of Roy Wilkins strolling through what in a red, black, and green liberation jumpsuit that he has been saving for just the proper occasion. Green Acres, Beverly Hillbillies, and Hooterville Churches will no longer be so damn relevant, and women will not care if Dick finally got down with Jane on search for tomorrow, because black people will be in the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no highlights on the 11 o'clock news and no pictures of Harry Hall, women liberationists, and Jackie Onassis blowing her nose. The theme song will not be written by Jim Webb or Francis Scott Key, nor sung by Glenn Campbell, Tom Jones, Johnny Cash, Engelbert Humperdinck, or The Rare Earth. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coke. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live. Brother asked last night, 
made me do it. I think I was probably at a Grizzlies game, and I was amazed by the number of us that stood up to that flag. We all know that that flag has never represented us or our freedom. So at this time, I'd like to pack a wood, ask you to do I'm going to ask you all to stand. Put your black power fist in the air. Come on. And if any of you want the lyrics to this song or want the song, I do have a CD back there that you want the song in particular. I will give it to you because, as the brother said, this is something that we should have at our event to open up each event. Black power fist. Black power Chat room real quick. 
do what got Ryan out there with me.
It's all it's been here since these savage beasts have conquered their way to domination, murder, slaughter, that kind of thing, disease, mayhem. And it's been a process of them um, maintaining that on the backs of us, of of Africans, non-whites, non-cracker bees, and even... You know, they started, they they worked out their formula on their own, and they continue to do it. I mean, these are people that have no conscience. Now, that being said, why I brought that up about the New World Order, and it has all been in effect since they're conquering it, because the approach that they have, even though there's a black face on it, Obama, the fact of the matter is that this is uh, the same um, entity, and that is cracker beast domination, that they think that they have the right to intercede throughout the world on behalf of the cracker beast, Western, what are they called, Western civilization, whatever, that they are... Um, God, for those that adhere to the religions of perversion, that's how they move. They're the next step. So, you know, I don't consider myself a part of this society. You know, I'm I'm a kidnapped victim. Okay? This ain't my beef. Chinese did not bring me on this side of the Ethiopian Ocean. Uh, say. Now I totally agree. That, you know, we in the mix. We in the we in the mix. That's what um we spoke on this earlier today. I was talking to a couple brothers, and you know, this conversation came up in a in, in a manner where um a lot of family go listen. You know, when we talk about uh the the fact that we're in a war. Immediately, the thing that they they uh, go to or the immediate uh, topic turns to, um, you know, yeah, because we as Americans, we're hated all over. And I'm like, wow, we as Americans, okay. You know, and I'm listening to what the family has to, has to say in regards to being an American and being under attack and not having a good image as an American, right? And I'm like, all right. I'm like, yo, listen, family. Okay, that you know, you was a soldier, and I said that context might agree, might, um, you know, don't say what you're saying. Uh, it, it has some validity, but the thing is, is that regardless if you went overseas or not, you still at war right here in America because of who you are. And I think that that goes over a lot of our people have when we uh, speak to the point of being at war. The only context that they understand it is is as an American citizen, as the country is at war. And I think that this is one it is very detrimental for us, and we're going to have to definitely beat up on that hard. Exactly. Uh, it's a, listen, 
The whole concept called America is an illusion. Okay, this is stolen property. I will. I refuse to be a part of that game. Now, I'm a kidnapped victim. I did not choose to be here on this side, or, or, or on the planet where I'm at, this location. Okay? The same monsters who took this land made that decision when they took me. And when I mean me, I'm talking about my line, you know, I'm an African. The Africans that I come from, the damage that they have done and continue to do based upon that, I find it offensive. You know, you have to be asleep to be an African and to be in the military. You got to be severely asleep, and it ain't your fault, but you got to be, to be 5-0. You got to be, to be a correctional officer. You got to be. Ain't no ifs, ands, buts about it. Okay? Because, and to call yourself an American. Because it's an illusion. And it's a, it, it's, it's a hideous illusion. This is stolen land. This is land of, that, of invaders. You know, you still got a, a small remnant of the people who, here, who was here in, at the time that these savages came over here and took this shit. So, no, I'm not going to play that game. You know, I'm not going to play a game where, like someone was saying, we got the right, um, I heard somebody say to me, we made progress, we have the right to free speech, and I laugh. Because, see, it's all how we see shit. Perceptions, a motherfucker. Because... The Constitution was in effect. The Constitution was ratified, right? When was that? 1787, right? Now, you had the First Amendment already in effect, freedom of speech, right? While I was in chains. Right? Is is that not the case? Okay. Okay. So... What the fuck do that mean to me today any motherfucking way? It's all a goddamn illusion. Huh? We accepted it. That's why we think we included. You know what they call it, the illusion of inclusion. They just told us or something. They never included us in any of this constitutional shit. None of these laws and rights, none of this shit ever applied to us. They just allowed us to believe that we was included. So sometimes they let you use it, but most times they don't. And and that's the thing. So why am I now going to pretend that I'm a part of this with with this right in front of my face? I'm refusing to accept what real reality is. I'm refusing because I hear echo, but when we can go to a later time period when... Our people could not last in the street if a white cracker beast came by. Didn't they have them things called laughing barrels? We had to put our head in there. Yeah, the laugh barrel. Right. Couldn't laugh in the street. Now, let alone say what the fuck you wanted to say, and you couldn't even crack a motherfucking smile. And this, if you quote unquote free, with the Constitution being in effect. Mm-hmm. 
freedom of speech, First Amendment. And we ain't even had the freedom to, to, to laugh. Come on, man. about freedom of speech. And so now I'm supposed to turn around and be a, 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 a join the, the military of these monsters now who did this to me and take an oath to uphold the Constitution who never upholded me. Me and mine. To this day. Because I know it said you got the right to free assembly. Let a group of brothers be chilling on the corner. Oh, man. Let the numbers get about 10, 15. That's 10, 15. That's a problem. Yeah. 10, 15, you get three, four too many. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Four might be too many, man. We had the black power. Oh man, we all on the we we outside. You saying that we outside, man? Like you know, what I'm saying we don't have to. You know, we outside. We holding it down so hard that now the police there, the there the the, the the sergeant had to tell them, yo, man, just don't bother them, man, because we gonna hold it down. They like yo, y'all, you know, we we out here too hard, like y'all, like they just like yo, they don't know what to say to us. Nothing. They can't say, you know, we out here every day. Red, black, and green. I got the panther wear, you know what I'm saying, material. So they don't know who we are or what we are. They just know they see us out there looking black power, always on some black power shit, always handing out lit, always, you know what I mean, doing doing something. And even with that, they still like, y'all, listen, hold up, y'all assembling too hard. That's the, right now, we really under the eye, so we, we being watchful because, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers is really, Looking at us, trying to find out what are we? Are we an organization? Niggas asking these questions now. What's the organization? Who the leader? Say word. Hmm. Yeah, they try to find out who leading. You know what I'm saying? All right, so. Then your business ain't no leader. Ain't no leader. Nah, I tell them read the lit, man. If you got the lit, then you know what time it is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Let's just say we ain't no organization, no nothing now, man. We we family. Just coming okay. together to do something good for the motherfucking people. And that's real talk. Family. That's real. We ain't got nothing. That's it. Hey, we ain't no more, no less than that. Right. So, you know, that's our, that's our move. But I understand what you're saying because, you know, truly you you don't have, they don't, they don't give you the right to that assembly. You know what I mean? To express it in the Mm-hmm. No, and first thing that got to be established because we can't get caught up in the propaganda that's going to be coming out, you know, all this shit that may come out to persuade you backing and supporting and actually giving your life for one of the most corrupt systems. Ever. You know, the, the, the propaganda will come out about China, uh, the East, North Korea. Oh, somebody. Oh, sorry. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, sister. Sister got some little bit of stuff going on in the background. You know, the evil North Korea how they got human rights abuses. How, I mean, something in us should um, feel insulted 
when we are bombarded with such propaganda. Yeah, to hear America speak on human rights abuses, that's, you know, that, that right, like you said, that's the pot calling the kettle black. And that would end up the statement that they make. <laughs> I said. The fuck, you can't say shit about North Korea. Nothing they doing. Not with the shit you doing to black folk right here. What the fuck is going on? You know, but this is all, like you said, it's all a propaganda game. It's all a big matrix, the big money matrix. We were trying to find out who behind the money. I don't know if this shit, North Korea talking that shit right now. They talking that big shit. Listen, man, y'all across the red line. Y'all doing too much, America. You're moving too swift, and you're about to bump your motherfucking butt. And we ready to fight to the end. I say, that they say, man, we ready to fight till there's only one of us left. So, now, Mr. American Negro, where do you stand at on that? Okay, now, because you know what I love about North Korea propaganda machine. They make sure to always have at least one line, and it's the truth, what they're saying in this one line, about how America has abused blacks in this country. Uh, How the police are killing us. uh, They're like, how you going to talk shit to us? You ain't got nothing to say to nobody. Look what y'all doing to y'all black people. Look what y'all doing to y'all former slaves. So they always got them in the bind with that. They play that too. They play that card. Because then America, and America don't got nothing to say about that. They, it's hard pressed for them to be able to say anything. What do you got to say to that? Nothing. Because your, your record speaks for itself. You know what I mean? And we're not talking about, you know, like they say, we're not talking about past record. We're talking about right now. The record speaks for itself. We all, we all seen this abuse. We all seen this abuse. I don't know who the next, I mean, Kat just said to me, listen, listen, what the, listen what this lady says to me. She says, you know, yeah. And they think that, you know, they think that we done died down because they ain't killed nobody in the last uh, uh, almost two weeks. And I'm looking at her like, yo, I said, yo, you believe that? Damn, we ain't seen nothing in the news. So, you know, we get right online, man, you immediately put police shooting. And trust, man, cops just shot somebody, killed somebody somewhere. Sure. Somewhere in America somebody got killed by the cops today. You know what I mean? It ain't gonna be on TV because they don't have no reason for it to be on TV. They done already, they done already hyped us up, calmed us down. They don't got no reason to hype us back up right now. They seen what point we get to. So they, all right, let's keep it easy now for a little bit. We don't, we don't want to get them. We don't want to make them niggas pop. We just want to bring them to the to the point that they would pop, and then we can just calm them down real quick, and then they good. Because if we if we bring them to that point, they expend a lot of energy. They get mad, you know what I'm saying? We need them mad, angry. Once they get mad and angry like that, they'll spend all that energy, you know. It's just like when you're in a house and you're arguing. You feel me? You're in a house arguing, you're going to spend a mad energy. You might end up sweating and be arguing. You feel me? you breathing hard, all that. You know, so once you done spent that energy off, though, you now you calm. You calm, and that's where they got us at. They, they get us angry. We get out there, yell, protest, and all that shit. Then after we done did all that, 
the energy dissipated and we calm. We never get to focus the energy because they make you get rid of it immediately. They give you things to do to get rid of it instead of taking it, harnessing that motherfucking energy and seeing how it can be directed for a proper idea, a, a, a proper military tactic. You can't do it when you just, first thing you do is run right out. When it's, you know, when you don't think first. Mm-hmm. Huh? But see, I, I see a family out there tonight. You know what I'm saying? It's just we got a, we got a couple guests out there, going on guests. You know what I mean? Um, sister, uh, I believe our sister Kim, I believe. You got some background noise. And um, no, sister Monique. That's some background noise. And so you got, I had to mute your mic. But um, in terms of the probability of there being a World War III, I could say that it's quite high. And the the reason why I feel that way is because, you know, they want to, the sick powers that be want to bring the lies, the mythology of the um, book of lies called the Bible to reality because that's going to only help further um, put the, those that are caught up in that madness deeper into it, making them even more defenseless sheep, not seeing what's going on around them. And it will allow them to usher in, um, which they will think will be their um, perfect system of enslavement. Mm-hmm. You know, they will have worked out the kinks. And there will be a hierarchy, just like it was then, you know, because, you know, you had uh, the cracker beast on or whatever you want to call them. And then you had those, his underlings, you know, like the overseer, who was, you know, which would be today, I guess, be similar would be the police on a certain level, or the supervisor on your job on yeah. a certain level. You know. It'd be like the senators right now. They're the old <laughs> senators and the congressmen. They mm-hmm. run in the plantation. You know what I'm saying? Then they got some other cats who will punish your ass for fucking up on the plantation. Well, mm-hmm. you know, like how uh, Candy was. Remember, Candy was on the plantation. He ran it, but some shit was fucked up. He had uh, whatever, the, whatever them fucking little wild crackers. They was the ones. Them was the <laughs> You feel me? The wild backwood cracker was the police. And he come out there and fuck you right up. No problem because the, cause the overseer really weak. He, he really weak as hell. He's scared to do something his own self. And he too want to sit at the table. Yeah. But massa. Too want them crumbs. You know uh-huh. because Instead of doing, huh? I was gonna say instead of doing the white thing and going ahead and killing his his kindred friend, his kin, his kith and kin, like they normally do, instead of them going ahead chopping all these, he go ahead and listen to the orders and come jump down on our throat. We waiting for that. That's the advantage. I'm telling you, that's what we got to take it. Me personally, I think that's what we got to take advantage of. We got to take advantage of the fact 
that white people don't like white people. We've got to take advantage. They ain't got to like us. As long as they don't like each other, we got to use that to our advantage. So I, I think that that's something that I think that that's where we really got to be studying where the kinks is at and white supremacy. Which white people, which white people is ready to uh, uh, move against the white supremacist just because he feel like the white supremacist is using white supremacy to his advantage and that they can't get to the top. You know, I you mm-hmm. know you know how like the Irish is and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean the Polacks, motherfuckers who can't never quite get to the top because you got that low life <laughs> that's already running shit. So they mad about that. You got to use that anger against these white people, and that's my and motto. Same is the case for. What's going on with on an international level? Find some way to um, use that on a local level too. Mm-hmm. You know, they, uh, mm-hmm. I, I want to ask you: What do you think, or you know, to the family in general? What do you think? Do you think World War Three is going to happen? And do you think that this? Um, the catalyst for it will be along racial lines. And what do I mean by that? Asian versus the cracker beasts. Asian countries, nations coming together versus cracker beasts nations. I've seen them ready to fight. And the Asians already, you know, the, the Japs got problems with America. They pretend nice. The Chinamen own a bunch of America. They want money back. North Korea ain't like them since they split the country up. Because that's the North Korean propaganda that the white man came in and turned his brothers and sisters against each other. So, um, uh, man, I would, I would like for that to happen. I would think that that would be to our advantage. It would be to our advantage for it, for it to run like that, you know what I mean? Because once they run like that, they start dividing up. And it divides along how how dark you is. So then we can, then as Africans, because of our situation, a lot of these other countries with melanated people in it, people who show, show their melanin through their skin, you know that. Um, so since it, when they got that, they're, a lot of them are already in position to put up a, a decent fight with the weaponry that they have, which would buy the African the time, buy us as Africans the time for us to be able to really watch them getting their war on and figure out our best tactics to defeat all enemies at once. Because that's what, you know, I, I, I think that we can win. I know we can win. I know it's about time and opportunity, man. We have to we have to seize the moment when it comes to us. You know, I already said before, man, you got to know when to hit the fence, man. When you see the opening, you got to hit that motherfucker like a running back. Like a running back in a football game. As soon as it's open, as soon as it's split, you got, the open, you got that open, you, man, you have to hit it hard. So I do see that it's a contest being played, but my thing is, since the comedian, 
I gotta I gotta go do some due diligence again on North Korea in general to see if the head of it has been to these Bohemian Grove meetings, any of this shit. You feel me? I got to find his Masonic ties, if he is Mason and what lodge he is in, all that stuff. Because it might be one big game on us. They'll fight. The people will die, but it won't be under the context of however we see it. And it'll be under a totally different premise. Well, unlike his father, he did recently put on a suit and tie. Hmm? And his father never did that. No, never did that. And, you know, with China, you got the new thing where um, the Philippines, who, you know, that you might as well call that an American colony, modern-day colony, you know, uh, went to the Hague International Court to sue China for multiple violations regarding China um, Southern Sea or the South China Sea. And um, um, making artificial islands, which apparently they have military uh, apparatus or structures set up on these islands, bases and air landing strips, things of that nature. And they were saying that China was impeding their right to the resources of that of those waters and uh, the fishery, you know. So the international court ruled in every. Um, allegation in favor, accusation, or claim in favor of the Philippines against China. China's like, fuck that. We ain't adhering to that shit. And so now this country is saying that, you know, if China don't respect the ruling of the international court, then they're going to have to intercede on behalf of the Philippines. And you know that's all a setup. Mm-hmm. Because they need, they have to go to war with China. Why? They don't have the money to pay them back. Yeah, you don't got the money to pay back. And what do what do you do? That's a mob move. You know that's that, that that's a hook. That's a savage move. You you when you don't have the money to pay them back, okay, you start to strike up a beat. So I ain't got to pay you back now. Yeah, but I'd rather fight about it. Come on, what you talking about? We at war. Yeah. Now, listen, that's what you do. You know you're saying it, right? And that's what you do when you think you're dealing with a sucker. You get some shit from him, you know what I'm saying? And you be like, yo, you know what? I ain't paying you back, right? I ain't doing it. What? What? And then you tell him to his face, yeah, what? No, can't get it. What? I mean, in America, you just dealing with these goddamn suckers or trying to put people in the motherfucking under the press like that. That shit ain't going to work with everybody, man. Racism, white supremacy, it, you know, they working that. They trying to work that against the Chinaman. And China man think the same thing about his own self. He got plenty of studies saying the Chinese is the best, is the most goddamn, uh, 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 the greatest goddamn race on the planet. So he got the same motherfucking thought. <laughs> Shay. So. You know, when you're done with people like that, there ain't no back down. Ain't no back down, and they're not going to let that shit slide because they can already see the weakness in America. They can see the weakness because they know how divided it is racially. 
they know how savage the white man's been. They understand propaganda. They like, listen, man, these motherfuckers is really weak. They gotta, they watch what they did in Iraq. They watch what they do everywhere. All oh, these motherfuckers just sneak all this bombers and shit like that. That's what they are. They, they ain't got no boots on the ground kicking no ass for real. They put the boots down there later, and they destroyed your infrastructure. But they can't come in and do no fighting. So they're like, our best bet is to go in there and fight. Our best bet is to go right into America and kick their ass. Because they ain't got no soldiers there. We can take the shit over. I think America really setting us up for it to happen. Like, yo, they want it to happen because, like, the fucking Jew worried about the shekel. Despite what anybody say, I don't, I don't think they, these, these motherfuckers know hat about the shekel. And they've been getting these shekels about America a long time. And it look like they ready to, you know, close shop. Like they having a fire sale out here. They tell them every fucking thing. Everything must go type shit. I'm very I'm very leery I'm very leery on both ends, but I do I do think that it's something that is bound that was bound to happen and like it's the inevitable. Dealing with you know, dealing with people who look at the world in a manner of world domination, it's inevitable for them to continuously fight it out and get more and more people involved in the fight. You know, we've been going through this World War Three already. I think that has been under the surface because I think that what happened was is uh, Japan, the Asians in general, decided that the war would be inside a product. You know what I'm saying? We know how to cripple you. We will cripple you by by crippling your money. We'll make you not have your products going to be worth nothing. Definitely going to make them worthless. We're going to make your product worthless because we're going to produce every single thing for cheap. No matter how good we make it, we're going to produce it and give it to them for cheap. And that's what's been hurting America. Is that their money ain't been right since China and Japan decided that. They decided to do that and they ain't got them. I'm telling you, they definitely ought to make something just as good for cheap. Because my father got a, he got a fucking Hyundai. He got a fucking Hyundai. Yo, I'm telling you, this shit leather and wood grained out. All type of shit in there. I said, what the fuck? I said, damn, nigga, this shit, like, this shit costs like 50 racks, son. You know what I'm saying? 50,000 or better, man. It's not like you don't have to put down on this thing. Nah, man, we're 30. 35, I said, God damn, it give me out luxury like this? This shit ride just like, yo, this shit ride, it ride like a Lexus, like, this shit ride good as hell. This shit ride like a, got a nice-ass ride, so I said, damn, these, these motherfucking Asians, boy, they put the same quality out, put it in a cheaper motherfucking package. Give it to you, huh? Here you go. And that's how they've been destroying the Western uh, economy. And they've been doing that, and I think that that's where the World War Three has already begun, already. We've just not seen it on our doorstep yet. It's still, mm-hmm. We've still seen it from afar through the smoke haze. It ain't live and direct. 
assessment. Now, um, well, hold on. What did, what did you just say, Sister Camille? I heard you. That was an excellent assessment on your part. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, like the first leg of, the, of, of World War Three, you know? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We just ain't really, because, of, you know, you know how, you know, they, they lost, because Japan knew that they just, the Asians knew they just couldn't outright come out and just jump on them. They was like, these motherfuckers, these motherfuckers will kill us. You know what I mean? they like, these motherfuckers will kill us. They will drop, you see the shit they dropped on us already? We don't need another one of them. Another one of them going to fucking uh, radiate our whole fucking land over here. We'll never be able to come back, ever, from this shit. We know what they're doing. All right, manufacturing industry, they had a motherfucking manufacturing revolution over there, and the shit ain't stopped. And shut this one down. Yeah, they shut this shit down all the way, all the way. With the help of greedy-ass Cracker Beast racist. Yeah, they knew they could get it for cheaper. It won't pay no Americans no wage. They said, we need better profits than this. No matter how much profit they made, it wasn't enough. No matter how much profit, it's never enough. That's why I was listening to the Jew, the rabbi, and he was saying that they really fooled American businessmen into start investing overseas like 15 years ago to get them out of the market here so they could just raped the market while they were telling them that the market was going to crash. They just, they just sat around and raped the motherfucking market on them. I said, that ain't just some shit right here. I said, that sounds just like a small hat move. Oh, you see that shit happening. You see Bill Gates. A lot of these people who are major pioneers and having large companies here just start moving their shit right up out of here. Immediately. Well, Black Power, what's going on out there tonight, family? You know what it is. We are talking about World War Three coming soon to a theater near you. You know, what are our capabilities in this war? And how can we take advantage of it when it goes on? So Black Power out there, I see our Texas family out there, Connecticut family out there. You know what I'm saying? I see Brother Dondre out there. Black Power, what's going on, Chief? Black Power, family. Black Power, Black Power. Black Power. Yeah. But you Sister Camille, you know, I, I, I see this thing coming down on us. Coming down on us, and it, like I said, it, it seemed to me like it's been it's been a long, it's been in a run or in the midst for a while. It's been in the midst since World War Two. Like they haven't stopped fighting. The motherfuckers ain't stopped fighting. They ain't stopped. Like this shit is. How long has there been the DMZ line in Korea? Let me see. Let me see when they first drew this DMZ line. Up. Yeah, 
probably speaking on this. DMZ Korea right. yep. the thirtieth parallel. It ended nineteen they the DMZ nineteen fifty. 1953. So this 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 fucking line been there for 60 years. You know what I'm saying? And the way they got it, it's on a river. So the river like basically split North Korea from South Korea. You know what I'm saying? And um, my father was out there in Korea, and he was like, "Yo, like the, the in certain parts of the river, the river ain't no bigger than a street." You know what I'm saying? No wider than that. And you'll have North Korean soldiers on one side, South Korean soldiers and U.S. soldiers on the other side, 20 feet away from each other, 35 feet away from each other, locked and loaded. But as long as you don't put nothing across that line, you're good. But if you put a pinky inside the DMZ line, your ass good game. They'll knock your head on, on either side. So, you know, this is the type of shit that's been going on there. And they really, like, listen, it's really happening because America wanted that strategic uh, part of, the, you know, the land. They want to be able to control certain things in the area, so you need land. World domination. You know that sickness. It's sickening that you got family warring each with each other due to one being linked to an outsider. That's so perverted when you try to visualize what you just um, described. It's like what what happens in uh, the land that one half is now called Haiti and. Dominican Republic. It's, it's so sickening. It's perverse. Yeah, like what's going down in Uganda with the Hutu. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They down there just slaughtering. All on the strength of one being connected with a foreigner. Shit. Matter of fact, two being inks. They got double foreigners going on. With the whole situation, though, this is why, you know, when we say we're, we're, how are we going to take advantage because of the naivety of the cracker. He's looking at us like we ain't got no, like we we just going to lose anyway. That we ain't got no part in what's happening. And a lot of people have counted us out. And I think that that's something that we have to use, is that people have already counted us out, that we're not going to be a threat because of what they say we do to each other, not realizing that we people who go with the flow. 
And once the flow say, we ain't killing each other no more, that we got new ops. Trust me, they're going after the new ops, man. They don't have no problem. They just got to be assigned new targets. So, we want the war. They talk about this. Republican National Convention, Democratic National Convention, they talk about suspending, they might suspend the election. And, you know, as all the times that I heard that, right now seems like one of the only times that I think that it's possible because of the two candidates that's already running. I think if something popped off as though we were really in aggressive military action against another country, that they would suspend it and make sure they held on to Barack because the, the, the people would say, we don't want neither one of them in there new trying to deal with this situation. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, another possibility with that is because they need a black face on our extermination or the attempts of it. Let me put it that way. Stop. And he don't mind. Mm-hmm. Him and his wife. Okay? I, I don't care how people feel about him. Because the fact is, you're the sitting president, and you can't write no kind of executive order to end the murder of our people. I mean, y'all both were, Michelle, you was raised in this country. You want to tell me you don't know that this is a white racist society? To Obama? I mean, seriously? We going to pretend with, with all your high education, for real? She's from Chicago. I'm talking about she's from the projects in Chicago. Hmm. Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> How many funerals? She's a black mama, right? You're going to say allegedly on that one? But as a mother, how many funerals has she been to? Did she go to Tamia Rice? Obama? Nah, she didn't go to none of that shit. Uh-huh. Yo, you know what you're saying? That damn, you saying that? I, I didn't even think about the. Yeah, she. Where they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's interesting. But I wouldn't expect her to be there. But you saying that interesting? Because I would ex- not expect her to be there. But for media, I would expect her to be there. You, know, you understand? Exactly. That's what I would have, exactly. You know what I mean? Just for to look good to black people. Because you got because black people still, we still feeling funny, man. But, so then what do that mean, Brother Born, that they don't give a damn? Hmm? What do it mean? Okay. Not even to put on the, the face, the act, the pretend. Right. So I don't think he'll have no problem, you know, making a martial law or having us round up if you resist shot kill. I don't see no problem with that. 
don't see that. I don't see none of that. Um, nothing stopping because Congress is trying to pass a bill called the Blue Shield, some bullshit bill about protecting cops. You know, I have to get my information straight on that. I'll find it before the show is over because I just couldn't even deal with it when I saw. I was so offended because of what happened in Dallas. But no bill can this same so-called law person construct for the continued people. You know what I'm saying? It's a disgrace. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, we are, we're in a, um, you know, we're in the, we in a turn. Like I said, man, we gotta take advantage of it. We gotta take advantage of it. We see a lot of people with, the, with, uh, what did you say, capability and intent, right? Equal threat. Oh, uh, sister, come here. Is, is that is, isn't that the isn't that the uh, quote from Steve Coakley? Oh man, sister, joint hung up one. Man, one call came in, another one hung up. What the hell's going on? All right, anyway, that's that's some bullshit. Well, anyway, capability and sense equal threat. So that's how we gotta look at this world. We see people with the capability. And they got the intent to do something to us, so we know that they're a threat. And so we have to always be prepared and be diligent on what the fuck is going to happen to them. You understand? It's always going down, and you got to always be ready. Uh, I'm going to read this article real quick on, um, on exactly what. Here, here we go. CBS News. CBS News. And uh, Pyongyang, uh, North Korea. North Korea's top diplomat for U.S. affairs told the Associated Press on Thursday that Washington crossed the red line and effectively declared war by putting Kim Jong, leader Kim Jong-un on his list of sanctioned individuals and said a vicious showdown would erupt at the U.S. and South Korea annual war games is planned next month. Hong Song Ryo, Director General of the U.S. Affairs Department at the North, at the North Foreign Ministry, said in an interview that the recent U.S. actions have put the situation on the Korean Peninsula on a war footing. The United States and South Korea regularly conduct joint military exercises south of the demilitarized zone. And Pyongyang typically responds to them with tough talk and thoughts of retaliate and threats of retaliation. I said North Korea believes the nature of the maneuvers has become overly aggressive because they reportedly now include training designed to prepare troops for the invasion of North's capital and decapitation strikes, and they're killing his top leadership. Han says designated Kim himself for sanction was the final straw. Said the Obama administration went so far to have the impudence to challenge the supreme dignity of the Democratic Republic. Uh, People's Republic of Korea in order to get rid of this unfavorable position during the political and military showdown with the DPRK. Han said using the acronym for North Korea's official name, Democratic People's Republic of Korea. The United States has crossed the red line in our showdown. We regard this price cursed crime as a declaration of war. 
uh, was the first time Kim Jong Un has been personally sanctioned. Less than a week later, uh, Korea cut off its final official means of communication with Washington, known as the New York Channel. Han said Pyongyang has made it clear that everything between the two must now be dealt with under war law. Katina Adams, State Department spokesman, spokeswoman for East Asia and Pacific, said the U.S. continues to call on North Korea to refrain from actions and rhetoric that further destabilize the region and focus instead on taking concrete steps toward fulfilling its commitment and international obligations. She said U.S.-South Korea joint military exercises are defense-orientated and have been carried out regularly and openly for 40 years and designed to maintain stability on the Korean Peninsula. These exercises are a clear demonstration of the U.S. commitment to the alliance. Uh, Kim and 10 others were put on the list of sanctioned individuals. Connection with alleged human rights abuses. You understand? These motherfuckers are talking about human rights abuses. Um, They're denying the claims and say the report was based on fabrications. Pointing, uh, pointing to such things as police shootings of black Americans and poverty and even in the richest democracies. It says the West has no more high ground for which to criticize the North's domestic political situation. It also says U.S. allies with questionable human rights records receive less, less criticism. And... Um, it's a lengthy ass article, and I'm not going to read it all. And, uh, well, basically, you know, they're saying, listen, man, back up off the goddamn gun line. Y'all close to the gun line. Y'all doing shit that we don't like. And now you're trying to sanction the Supreme Leader. And you can't sanction Kim Jong Un, the son of Kim Jong Il. That ain't going to work. So, <laughs> so the talk is tough right now. Um, this, like I said earlier in the show, though, this type of speech and rhetoric has been going on for a long time. This, this is how North Korea speaks to the United States. They end up capturing a plane or something, sending it back in pieces, and that'll be where they, uh, you know, go ahead and, and put some action. But I don't think they really want that action. You know, they don't want that. They don't really want. They don't really want that work. So they just talking it, but they can give it to the South Koreans so they're right on top of them. But it's hard to get here unless they build the coalitions. And that was the thing about the Asians when you said when Mr. Kamiya spoke earlier in regards to whether or not Asians and blacks could work together. You know, that's something that people put out there. I say that if war going on, let all in the end fight each other. And once they fight it out and they weaken each other, we can come in and seal the deal on both ends. Chop them in the middle. So that's my thought on the war aspect and what we need to do in this damn time. Brother Don, do you got anything you want to add on?
Nah, I'm actually driving right now. But um, when I get when I get to the crib, I do want to um, put in a few of the executive orders that Obama did sign, the ones being two slides and slavery up in the lights. But give me about 30 minutes to get to the crib. All right, all right. Brother Dodger, you got about 30 minutes, Brother Dodger. You're fucking around with Brother Boy. Brother Boy been out since, been out since early this AM messing with these babies out there. <laughs> but um, I definitely got that. We got that time for you, man. We got that time for you. We was out early in the game today, putting that work in so we can't take advantage of the situation. And we won't be able to take advantage of the situation if the babies ain't on board. If they ain't on board, we ain't going to be able to take no advantage. Trust that. got to give them a reason to hold on to the ideology of freedom. You know what I mean? That's number one. you got to, got to give them a reason to hold on to the ideology. So you definitely, we definitely got to do that. You know what I'm saying? We got a whole whole fast. And uh got a whole fast and just make sure that we make sure that we uh push it forward with the proper politics and definitely proper propaganda. Uh, letting the children know that we can win, but that this is gonna be a long win and that we need to be uh, getting prepared. I'll tell you this, World War Three is coming, man. They're using a lot of fucking electric things. A lot of this shit is built on on computers, everybody want to win. And something about Little said is that it, it, he said, yo, man, I think we need to go on back to the Stone Age. We don't need, we need no technology at all, man, because we need EMP weapons, electromagnetic posts, take a short circuit and put out goddamn uh, 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 these little remote controls that these niggas got, these little remote control planes and shit, you know. Even planes that just take, I think just take any type of electrical thing. We need to have EMP machines, you know, like an unto, like an unto the matrix. You hit it with that shit, man, and shut shit down. You got to have it, the EMP bomb.
America by dismantling it, and also doing the same in uh, other countries, you know, just coming in and really pushing hard their product with this going with this going on, you know, we also had the board that uh, educated us on the reasons why we should lose, that we should not win, that we cannot win, and that we will not win. And, you know, these are not things that that uh, the Africans should ever have in his mind. He should have a healthy um, fear, though, of losing. We should be able to see measures that are going on that are making us lose, that will keep us as losers in a losing state of being. We can't allow ourselves to, uh, to just be like, oh, well, you know, um, we can't allow ourselves to just believe that somebody else is going to take care of us. We can't do that. That can't be done. And make sure that that's not our uh, thing as a people. Our thing can't be, you know, we, we bound to lose. But our thing definitely has to in- incorporate the thought that we we will lose if we don't put up a fight. You can't fucking win not fighting. No, that don't happen. You cannot win without fighting. Trust me on that. Nobody I know got they. Uh, nobody. I don't know nobody. You know what I'm saying? Trust. I don't know not a one motherfucking person who won. Without fighting back, can't do it. People, you, how can you do it? You'd be beat down to the, you'd be beat down to the, to the, to the, what is it? To the last compound. You'd be beat down to the last compound if you try that. So, you know, we uh, we on the move, don't we on the grind? But you can't. You got to, you got to fight. You got to swing some blows back. So that's, that's the, that's where you know, uh, you got to start at the youth. That's where you start swinging your blows back. You got to hit them where they don't want to be hit at. That's what expanding the mind of the young African into the thought of a BB for Hoyan. Trust, man. And these little Africans, man, they make me happy, man. I'm telling you, just seeing little, I'm, I'm out. A little African come up to me. She come up. That little African is, now this is, uh, her, she is struck with albinism, which it hasn't made her all the way white, but she real light golden with the real gold blondish hair, the blue eyes. Her little brother got the same thing. Her other brother don't, but you know what I'm saying? But, you know, and um, she woke up, though, that her, her, her mother, uh, or two brothers, they woke up while we on it, you know, we out there doing the, doing the thing. Now, we seen the babies at the breakfast last weekend, so it's like Friday. So she rolls up on us, and we talking, and she just yell out, Black power! <laughs> right when they start to walk away, oh, man. Then the little one yells it out, man. It made, y'all, it made me feel so good because it, it it showed that they was taking in what was going on. That they wanted to be involved. They liked it. You know what I'm saying? It felt good. And so that's the thing. 
That's the thing that I realized that, man, we got to do that. We got to make these babies feel good about what's going on with them, good about what they're doing. That's the only way that we're going to win. Make them feel like they're worth something. Give them the work that they that they for. You know what I'm saying? Once you give them the work that they for, you you got it. Once you let them know that, listen, this is your worth. This is this is how much it's worth. This is how much you worth. Trust. You got it, man. Ain't no ain't no doubt. Now listen, I don't know, but um. Sister McKee and Brother Brother Tim, they not out there today. Uh, I believe it's Sister McKee born day, either to yesterday or to uh, I don't know to today or tomorrow. I'm confused, but I'm about to give her a ring and make sure I know exactly what it is. Have to be sure. But um, uh, I, I got to check on. I got to check on. Check into that. But uh, if it is, uh, happy born day. It's just uh, you know I just seen it. So why not go ahead and send a shout out to the family? Now, I don't know what's going on with my computer. It's kind of jack right now. Get it back right.
things that you really know you're going to need. So that's what we really got to be looking into. Uh, the martial arts training. You know what I mean? Uh, gun range. Just shoot. And as I said, you know, as I said just uh, you know earlier, while we're dealing with this war situation, man, it's about educating these babies. I can't reiterate that enough. It's about educating these babies with the elders to take them off somewhere where they don't want to be, and they can never fight with King Jesus. If you, if you are a practitioner, from a lot of things that are dealing with the war coming in because they already have a demeanor that we should be able to give up our life and just give it to the Lord and then if we die is a good thing. You know, you get to the great by and by, but don't they only, they only say that when somebody else is dying, not them. Yeah, they, are, they definitely help stifle that uh, innovative spirit. Not because they want to, but because they have to, because it's so constantly built into their mind. Because Jesus ain't got nothing to do with it. It really ain't working on it. Well, let me see what else we got going on. I'm going to hit a couple of different topics. I'm sitting here looking for some more information. But uh, we also know that they're steadily, uh, they're steadily going in down there. Uh, Kosovo still fighting. Everybody, uh, you know, the war is on. The war is on. It's about whether or not you're going to wake up and do something about it. Everybody tell me that I'll die for my freedom. And I'm telling them, man, you better be want to live for your freedom and take another life for it. That's what freedom is about, the ability to live and take something else. Somebody's going to take something from you. Well, 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 well. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what else we got rocking on. Also, to uh, reiterate the fact that we have war, reiterate that fact that we have war, just stay diligent in your discussion and what you read. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 
But like I said, family, I'm, uh, I write through a couple of different articles, man. I look for uh, certain things. And I just wanted to put that theme out. But the family wanted to get into this groove, man. We just happened not to be able to show in today. You know what I'm saying? So when you already got stuff planned that was set up, you know, it's just. Like I said, I ain't found nothing. I haven't found another article that really hits directly to this North Korea thing. But um, as Brother Lou said, you know, this ain't about, uh, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's about knowing where you at, knowing that we don't have this, don't have that, and we need the resources to make sure that we grow. So that's the number one thing that it's about, man. That's what the theme is for tonight, is that that's how we take advantage. We take advantage by them shutting the schools down. And by them setting the schools down, it gives us the advantage to get back into the people. That's where, that's what we got to do. That's where we take advantage of the situation, me personally. So I'm going to strive to make sure every week, every time I come through here, once a week, I mean, that just show that love. Because that's what the steps are. That said, you know, um, rocking out with um, Brother Dondre, man. I do want to get that information. Can you kick it in the back room? So, um, yeah, I'll post it in the back room once I get to the crib. So we go to the we go to the um, back room. We go to the after party right now, man. Um, I'm telling you, other than out. This is family, don't mind me. I've been out, man. I had a long, long ass day, man. Trust. You know what I'm saying? That's um, why you got co host that got your back, Black Power. Black Power. There you go. Yeah, what I, yeah, what I miss, man. Uh, man, so, and man, I just, uh, I've been rocking it. I've been rocking it. We, we um, discussed, uh, I read a little, a little bit of the article from, um, from uh, North Korea, some of their statements. You know what I mean? And I just was uh, going over, you know, whether or not, what, you know, what it, what it is, what, what we're looking for, what are our options, and what are the things that, you know, um, how can we take advantage of the time and situation. And as I was thinking, man, I'm, I'm starting to take advantage of the situation by making sure that they're shutting schools down and things of that nature, but making sure I'll be able to pick up in them areas, start picking up some of the children who are going to be pushed out of certain situations and, and, and be able to give them that African spirit in order to move forward into the into what we already see is here. But if we if we ain't even trying to uh, prepare the next generation at the same time that we're doing it, then it's all for naught anyway. Alrighty. Uh, so as you put it in the context, I mean, right now, um, a lot of political military moves being made in regards to um, Southeast Asia. Um, for example, um, Vietnam has aspirations of taking over Cambodia. And uh, it's kind of weird because Cambodia has a lasting history that's really longer than Vietnam. But if you notice, every war that America has fought and chopped up nations, they never leave. In fact, they they have embassies there, and they end up going right into their setting up infrastructure, which often re- results in colonialization. Um, Ch- 
China wanting to uh, expand their horizons as far as the sea, for example. What's going on is a powder keg effect that's taking place that Brother Malcolm was talking about. Um, in the context right now, from where we're standing uh, with North Korea, for example, North Korea has a rich history with America, and really uh, North Korea has not even uh, stopped the declaration on war with, America, with the United States, uh, with uh, South Korea uh, having a lot of uh, companies and uh, corporations such as Samsung, Daewoo, etc., etc. Um, timing is everything. Um, if you guys remember, uh, all North Korea's tests, all the nuclear tests, for some reason, they're doing the, the, the propaganda and making sure that everyone sees it. You see what I'm saying? They're, they're, they're doing something out of the box. For example, they're, they're running missile, uh, ballistic missiles. Excuse me. They're running ballistic missiles, not using technical uh, guiding uh, missile guidance systems like we see today. You see what I'm saying? So this is some things to keep in mind. Uh, how does this affect us? Any um, any enemy of America, whether it be North Korea, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna stay on North Korea for a minute because look at the crisis that Dennis Rodman raised when he went out there. Here it is. This black man has clearance into. Uh, North Korea, when white Americans can't even get that clearance. That's why, if you noticed, if anyone noticed, once Dennis Rodman got back, uh, all the news channels wanted to talk with him. Instead of them keeping it in the context of basketball, they want to know about the leader. They want to know about the infrastructure out there, et cetera, et cetera. Um, one thing to point and to note is that any enemy of America, if they're going to be successful waging one America, they're going to, they're going to uh, 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 recoup if you will, African-Americans, uh, for my, my niggas who are international, who go in and out of state and so forth and fly around the country, it's getting harder and harder to leave the country. Why is this? Oftentimes because they want to know what the business is. Where are you going out of state? Look at the ruckus that was caused by uh, uh, Malcolm X's grandson before he died when the uh, CIA snatched him up from JFK Airport when he was on his way flying to Iran. Why was Iran interviewing uh, uh, Malcolm X's grandson and asking him about the political and social situations, economic situations in America? So basically what I'm saying is all enemies of America are going to look toward supporting our movement, and that's going to spark that powder cake effect. You see what I'm saying? We've been over here for so long, we know in the ins and outs and outs of ends of uh, European infrastructure, that it would be imperable for them to, you see what I'm saying, get us, you know, debrief us, and to put that agenda in place. So with with um the police, for example, and their uh, raging uh, genocide on our people with these murders and so forth, You, if you noticed, the blanket of domestic news coverage is only staying domestic. But I was just uh, being informed by uh, a colleague of mine that you see these Black Lives Matters in France, in Germany, in these so-called third world nations. Now, I'm not an advocate of Black Lives Matter, but Black Lives do matter. You see what I'm saying? Maybe we would have a different uh, result if we put uh, slaves' lives matter. You see what I'm saying? Because the context of the situation in, of African Americans in America is still second-class citizen. You see what I'm saying? So this is that counter, that, that powder cake effect that Malcolm X was talking about in his time, whereas 
uh, we are the Pied Pipers. We, you know, everyone, everyone's waiting for us. Once they see us fighting, you know, when we turn our heads backwards, they turn their head backwards. When they see us fighting white domination, white supremacy, they, they, they're they going to fight white domination, white supremacy. You see what I'm saying? So one thing to keep in mind is why haven't we seen more support? Or why haven't we seen more media coverage from outside nations speaking on what's going on? You see what I'm saying? You're not going to see it. Why is that? Well, because the first thing that Obama did with the uh, so-called bailout was that the government bought up all media outlets. So now all, uh, you can say all media outlets are basically governmental ties. You see what I'm saying? Where the government's running it. You know, this is the same uh, program that was in place in fascist Italy. It's the same thing that took place in Nazi Germany. You see what I'm saying? There is no independent uh media coverage anymore. You, you see what I'm saying? That's why when you get uh, uh, so-called uh, news briefs, they'll, you know, it's supposed to be breaking news, but every single uh, news channel has the same news at the same time, showing the same images. You see what I'm saying? So they're, 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 they're uh, in cahoots, if you will, with one another. So this is going back again to that, um, that consolidation of media that, that's taking place. Now, with World War Three popping off, because I think this is that's another topic for tonight, we are ready. For niggas who are promoting division in the black community, get your ass up out of here. Why am I saying this? Because the time to unify is now, and, and we need to unify, and we are unifying on very basic grounds. The church, the Christians, they can get the fuck out of here. The black Hebrew Israelites, they can get the fuck out of here. The nation of Islam can get the fuck out of here. Why? Because they're still reading the the, the, the the manual of the enemy. And their morality is compromised. This is the first time since the Garvey movement where you have a strong generation of RBGs and African-centered thinking who are putting Africans first, second, and third. That is our agenda. We're not basing our morality off no mythology. And if the only mythology that we are using to serve up our goals is that of an African spirituality, and this is causing tension. That's why you're seeing more and more, you know, they're, they're fighting us more and more. I'm not talking about Europeans. I'm talking about coons, coons who come in the form of Christians, coons who come in the form of nations. It's niggas who are taking oaths and not making their only oath towards Africa. You see what I'm saying? This is what's, this is what's going on in the world right now. In order for this to really take place, we're going to have to clean house. And we are cleaning houses. We don't even, I know I'm speaking for myself, I try not to even engage in uh, any discussion with any religious person who's not seeing an African first, second, and third. You see what I'm saying? Because to some extent, it's a waste of time. Even Marcus Garvey said it. Not all Africans going to get to Africa because there's some bad that need to stay here. And that's a fact. So I hope that, you know, I'm just doing a basic overview, trying to play catch up with the discussion for tonight. But in regards to the current political state of America, it is imperative that we recognize that in the 60s, one of the reasons why America was suffering uh, was because they were, in, they were in Vietnam War, and they had domestic and civil issues within the country of the United States itself. To some extent, that's going on right now. In the past, America has used wars on other nations as a form of unifying or to uh, uh, cause a smokescreen, if you will. You see what I'm saying? But the problem now is that the, the sense of patriotism is gone. You're having vets come from Afghanistan, Iraq, 
most of these motherfuckers are, are, are suffering from mental issues because they didn't know why they went to war. One of the main differences between the American Army or the, the American Armed Forces and other nations is that um, the average private who enters the armed forces is going for economic gain and social status, whereas these other countries are fighting for liberation of their countries, and they're also fighting for nationalism. So what we're witnessing right now, you know, a lot of people are saying uh, martial law is coming into effect. Why is martial law coming into effect right now? Because that sense of patriotism is gone. America is now a land of immigrants. As Marcus Garvey told us back in the day, black man, go home before America replaces you with another immigrant and don't need you no more. The refugee crisis in Syria, etc. The Israel this Israel bailout, you know, the allocation of funds yearly, annually, you know, to the state of Israel, for example. All these things are coming to a head right now, and when it all comes back to it, this is the timing for us has to be imperative. We have to uh, refine ourselves, refine our agenda, what it is we we want, what it is we need to be doing, and just take it from there, family. Like Pop. That was an excellent overview. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you hit a lot of good points right there, Brother Mekaran. Um One of the things that's happening, though, we'll be speaking on uh, World War Three is now we're starting to get acknowledgement. And you see there's a upward shift in uh, uh, people speaking in that uh, context. So uh, I'll just... I just uh, seen an article Brother Little threw in the back, in the back room, that uh, was a, a article in regards to the Pope, where he spoke on the fact that World War Three was not uh, not something that was coming, but something that was already happening in an ongoing type of war. You know, dealing with manipulation of land, economics. And resources and the likes. And let me let me let me look real quick and I'll find it and I'll get it right to you. Talking about. Let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna read right from the article. Let me open it up. So yeah. Let's see here. Pope Francis. Let me get Pope Francis words right here. Francis, um, let me see. We must we this this is this is a quote from Pope Francis. We must not be afraid to say the truth. The world is at war because it has lost peace. All right. When I speak of war, I speak of wars over interest, money, resources, not religion. All religions want want peace. All right. That's, and he's talking bullshit. But it's the others that want war. Um, what the fuck? Ad popped up in the middle. All right. Uh, Pope Francis said, alluding to the goals of a uh, complete total control over human population, uh, over human beings on the planet, and the dramatic reduction of the world's population. 
this is a war. There was a war of 1914, then that of 1939, 1945, another great war. Then there is this one. It may, it is maybe not organic.
but we also have um, Russia, along with China, along with, I mean, along with North Korea, is also in the news with the theme and title of World War Three. You got uh, an article on the Newswire that states Russian Air Force on high alert. First shot of World War Three fire. Now let me let me let me let me let me, let me uh, put some feedback on there too. Remember, Islam as we know it today is a British imperialistic creation. All these nations that you see the flying a flag of Islam. Go to a uh, history book, look up World War One, and look up a World War One map, and look at these nations and see when they came into existence. Jordan didn't exist 60, 70 years ago. You see what I'm saying? Iraq didn't exist 60, 70 years ago. Iran didn't exist. You see what I'm saying? Can I prove this? Yes. Look at the Saudi Wahhabi family. How are they? When did they become a monarchy? When the British mandated. You see what I'm saying? When you have royal families, they, 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 they are a part of the Commonwealth nations. So to some extent, even the Quintel, no, not the Quintel, even the CIA operations in trying to uh, use counter-terrorist measures against Islam is still to some extent serving British imperialism. Do you, you understand the point I'm making? When the Ottoman Empire lost World War One, the British took all their lands. And the, the the British put puppets in those areas. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, we don't want to deviate too far because it's not going to be. What does Islam have for resources? Little to none. Now, why, why do you think they're trying to use, uh, uh, for example, I use the Sudan, the, the, the crisis in Sudan. The north is what? Uh, Muslims. The south is Christians. Both of them being controlled by the British. Both being used to divide and conquer. You see what I'm saying? For what's the what is the main goal? What is the capability? What are their intentions to take? African resources and the power back into the British Parliament, whether it be through the use of Islam or Christianity. That's all I'm saying. Okay.
and make sure that their uh, their presence is already known. Now, um, ahead of what's being considered World War Three, and a lot of these different fractions um, starting to end fighting again over the resources inside of Africa. How do you see the Asians, the China, the Chinese in particular, um, already being in there? How do you see that that, that plays out? Okay. Okay, I got you now. Now, one thing to look at as well, the current political state of China is due to what? British imperialism. Remember, in the 18th century, I mean, the early 19th century, you can even say to the 18th and 19th century, the British Empire was, you know, they had political cartoons that the British Empire was that of an octopus. It had eight tails. You see what I'm saying? And that the sun did set on the British Empire. The British Opium Wars is what created the uh, current situation of China as we know it now. So Chinese have been playing the British game for a while. I mentioned earlier that the, it was the British imperialism after World War One that brought about the current state of these Islamic, so-called Islamic states. In fact, you can also even go as far as say that the British created the word Islam, cause, because according to Walter Williams, the, the word, uh, uh, they weren't even called, the, the, the religion or the cult wasn't even called Islam. It was called Mohammedism, followers of Muhammad, al-Arabi. So what the Chinese are doing right now is they're playing catch-up with resources. They're beating America at their own game with manufacturing. For example, in China, China doesn't have an EPA. That's Environmental Protective Agency. So when you see, you know, you can go on Google right now and type in Chinese smog. You know, they're trying to get into the industrial movement so much that they're compromising, they're ag- they're compromising their, their, their environment. This is, this is what's leading them to have aspirations to expand towards Africa. You see what I'm saying? One thing to keep in mind is that there are three nations in Asia that have all been fucked over by the British. China, North Korea. And Japan. One thing about Chinese, Chinese, you know, love history and they never forget. So please believe when the time comes and the time is going to come, you're going to see the Chinese, the Japanese, and North Koreans, the new axis in the East. You see what I'm saying? Why you think? Why you think they got um, got Chinese trying to learn African languages, trying to speak Bantu languages? You see what I'm saying? And vice versa. All this in preparation for what? World War III. So World War III is going to be when all the uh, uh, third world countries revolt against this imperialistic government, world government. It's not going to be uh, cracker against cracker like the other two world wars. You know what I'm saying? They dropped two bombs on Japan to remind them that they weren't Europeans. You're not going to get away with bombing Pearl Harbor. Hold that for me. Thank you. I do agree that, you know, the context that is sitting in right now, it would be more of a, 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 a real world war. You know what I mean? Meaning more than just the European countries fighting over the domination of the rest of the world. Oh, yeah. See, everybody, the current state of everybody's so-called government is a response to British imperialism. You see what I'm saying? It's all, you, you can't speak on the present state of situations without examining the history. How did it come to be? 
how did this take place? Who did it? You see what I'm saying? And when you get to the history of it, you'll see that all these nations had a skirmish with British imperialism. a double-edged sword. See, well, on one hand, what they do is they come in under some um, trade. We want to exchange cultures and policies. Then the, the people start noticing that, that, that they got a double tongue or they're, they're, they're mixing things up. Then what you see is a state of civil war disarray with infrastructure. Then they bring in puppets. You see what I'm saying? Even when you talk about every nation, even, okay, let's talk about Idi Amin, for example. When you look at people say he was a murderer and so forth, but they dare not look at his experience in history with the British. You see what I'm saying? When you look, when you look at his documentary, the first thing he said is, I want to talk to African Americans and I want to put them on and turn their minds away from British imperialism. You see what I'm saying? When you look at Gandhi in India, when he was using his non-violent movement, who was the enemy? The British. You see what I'm saying? The British are in everyone's country, and they're running their imperialistic game. Who does America answer to? Britain. You see what I'm saying? The boy, I got to get back. I think we should have a part two of this show. 
I can call in a little earlier and have more feedback to provide. I'm kind of in a rest right now. Uh, I'd like to build with y'all a little later. Uh, tomorrow we should have a hangout. And um, I'm free tomorrow, so we should, if, if it's okay with you, uh, can we do a, a Sunday show, a rare Sunday show, brother? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got to do it in the afternoon. It got to be in the afternoon because we're supposed to feed the babies tomorrow. We're going to be doing a breakfast tomorrow. And, and uh, we'll just be getting together to make sure we see exactly what we got and what we're going to be doing later on. But the, the evening for me, you know, around 6 o'clock, man, 6 o'clock here would be good. I don't know what, you know, that will be 3 on your side. Okay, sounds good to me. Keep up the good work, brother. Um, brothers like you doing what you do in your community. If you build it, they will come. It's going to start from a community, like you said, one block by block. You know what I mean? You're going to look up and you have a whole city rooting for you, baby. Black Power Shooting, I'm sorry. I wasn't here while you was uh, building. I know I got to play back and see what you dropped, but you're absolutely right about Brother Bourne. How you doing, sister? So that's the spirit of the FOG. I wouldn't be able to... You know, it's only right. It's only right. You know what I mean? We we on here. We put you know we putting the propaganda out on the airway. So you know we gotta make sure that they move to the street because that's the, that's where the fight at, man. The fight right there. I got like I got like five hundred. You know what I'm saying? I got a bundle of about five hundred right here. I got like a five hundred bun of propaganda. You know what I'm saying? Spread this out to the street. So. Black power. I'm already. Well, I was just coming. I don't know if you heard, but I was asking Brother Bourne because I'm kind of busy right now. I got to get right back to the plantation. But if we could have a part two of this and follow up tomorrow with another show, a rare Sunday show. Oh, that's definitely black power. And it gave me a chance to play back to see what you dropped because I know you went in on this. If there's anything like the sample that you um, dropped in the back room, I, I definitely can't wait to hear it. I'm saying um, I can go a little more into detail tomorrow, yeah. and I can have my, my notes and everything. So I just want to tell y'all, man, my my, my hotel, the BB48, back in the truck. I was making two. Black pal. Black pal. But, um, yeah, 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 we um definitely the show being, you know, uh, uh, I'm glad Brother Mickerar came in. He came in right on time. Because you know your brother, I was a, I had done said anything that I could to say on the situation. But um, moving moving forward, do anybody anybody want to add on anything? I see brother brother, you know, out there in the out there in the land. Brother Dante, did you get to the live to be able to drop that information? Oh, he just got here. If he yeah, he said give him thirty minutes. We give him a couple more minutes. I know he'll come on in. I'm pulling in right now. Give me about two more minutes. Yeah, I'm doing, I was like, yo, he said, yo, 30 minutes. I said, yeah, no, he, he about to pull in right now. He's still on the road. All right, all right. Well, what, what did I miss, King? You know, because I, I had to step off for a minute. All right. Man, if you're going to listen to the show, and it, you know, we don't want to repeat it. Uh, but, uh, uh, okay. Uh, but no, brother, brother Maker Rock has uh, put in some context with dealing with um, British imperialism and a lot of the different things that we see going on, uh, and just how and just how the, the imperialistic mindset filtered into a lot of these different countries that we have building up arms in order to fight against America. 
So it was just basically that was that was um, the majority and the gist of what we what we were building on. Black Power, Brother B. Man, do we speak on uh we speak on Alfred Pike and 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 and, 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 and his uh plans for this shit? Yeah. Man, what we must what what we must take into consideration that all this could be a two hundred year plan. See, we don't think the enemy got two hundred five hundred thousand year plans, huh? All right. Okay. Now you right you right about that. Man, I'm a shadow man. Nigga, I work in the shadows for a living. That's what, All they, right? that's what they do. This is what this is what the Masonic thought. All that was they've been they've been practicing how to control and make plans and go forward on it. That's how you write history first. You write history in advance. You know what I'm saying? You write history in advance and then you walk yourself into it because you still be setting up the motherfucking waiting for it to happen. That's the best way for you to get anywhere in life. If you really want to go somewhere, write down what you write down what it is that you're supposed to be. Or write write down the plan that's supposed to happen, what's supposed to go on, and how your end your end game drawn out. And you'll start walking yourself right into that shit. That's what the Bible is. I want to walk you right into it. Ashe. Tell you a story and walk you right into the motherfucking story. Give you all the shit. They give you the beast. They give you all the beast with all the heads. They give you all the shit you need to make it real. Like I said in uh, previous times, man, you wouldn't know if, a, if it was an alien without George Orwell's 1984. Mm-hmm. You, you wouldn't know what aliens look like without X-Files and shits on TV, nigga. You ain't never seen one. Like you ain't never seen the God, a ghost, a spirit, nigga. Very superstition. Riding on the wall. I just dropped no, that, that. That's all the point of shit. That's why you got to be reserved with your judgments and opinions. You can't rush to it because it's always, it's like the internet, bro. Internet only show you what you want to see. You ain't seeing the codes behind the goddamn GUI page. The GUI page is the interface, is the page that you interface with. 
You don't see the you don't see the hacker shit terminal that's really running the shit. All right? Only hackers know that. The shadow men know that. The masons know that. They the shadow men. Like Brother Malcolm said, man, we're politically immature. We don't pick up on these cues and clues. The truth is hidden right in front of your face. That's the best way to lamp out. So first of all, you've been programmed to think how they programmed you how to think what you think. They start in preschool, huh? All right. So if you don't want to be in the box, you got to think outside the box, man. And that's just trill as hell, you know. So um, that's that, that's brother little perspective on every fucking thing. I'm a shadow man, so I don't operate off interface like 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 everybody else, because I know there's a program running this shit behind the scenes. I'm the one to put it there. Yo, that's why they, yo, listen, you saying that. That's why the words conspiracy theory is so fucking, uh, people, that's why when you hear that, motherfuckers act like, oh, you done said, you done said some shit like you talking about shit from Mars. You know what I mean? Like you, you talking out of space shit when you say it. And I realize that, man, this, yo, listen, man, this is this. Motherfuckers come together to create a plan that you don't know shit about, man. And the plan gonna harm your ass. That's what the fucking conspiracy is, man. Some people conspiring, man. So somehow you got to start thinking about who the fuck is doing this. That's where the theory comes from. Who the fuck is doing this? Somebody got to be doing this. Nobody can just. This shit just can't be happenstance and by chance. But they make the, the crack. Of- the cracker Theodore Roosevelt himself said, "Ain't no coincidence." Ain't no coincidence. But they make you scared. To, they make you scared to think that the shit. They make you scared to say, you know what, man, that shit ain't no goddamn coincidence, man. Somebody had to put this shit together. What's going on? If they make enough people believe it, then it's the truth. I don't mean it's based on facts, but there's enough people believe it, so it's the truth. That's what I'm saying right there. So at the end of the day, what is facts? Facts is whatever the fuck you, whoever in power, facts is whatever the fuck they say. What you going to do about it? Unless you can tell me, unless you can make this not be a fact, then that's the facts of life. I think, I think the fact doesn't actually equal someone's truth. Someone's truth doesn't necessarily have to be a fact. Because that's their own perception. True. And you can see that all day when we look at the religious nuts. To them, that shit is truth. But none of that shit is fact. But to them, they believe that shit like that shit is truth. Indeed, that's why propaganda is so, so, you know, motherfuckers, everybody seems aliens. Everybody seems UFOs. Yo, listen, your brother, did I tell you, listen, man, I sent a picture. I sent a picture, right, earlier. Listen, right. Um, oh, not that I'm talking about Willie and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but listen, right, earlier I sent a picture, right, Brother Little, a little um, 
know, you talking about propaganda. So, right, we passed out the lit and shit. So last week, last, you know what I'm saying, we got the little, the little young one. So it's a little young girl um, who got albinism, right? So she's mad light, got the little blonde, fro, blue eyes and shit, right? So um, she there with her, with her mother, her two brothers. One of her little brothers got the albinism. The older brother don't. So now they, so they they go to the breakfast. You know, so they come twice, matter of fact. So now we read the lit to them, whatever, whatever, talk to them. So now Friday, I seen them yesterday. So we on the, you know, we on the block just chilling. So her mother come up. You know what I'm saying? And she talking to us for a little second. And right before they step off, little shorty throw up her fist and yell, "Black power!" I wish I had a fucking, I wish I was videotaping it, but I used to type of thing and just be doing that. But it made me feel so good. Like, it was like, yo, that just was a, a confirmation that, you know, that it just felt good that the babies was taking hold to what the real purpose of what we were doing it for. You feel me? The propaganda. Yeah. I know you was hyped when you heard that. Son, I was hyped as hell, son. Then the little one said, then the, the, the younger one said it, the smaller one. He was like, that's how. But, yo, when little Shorty bust out and said the shit, it came out of nowhere, so the shit is mad unexpected. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yo, it did. It just had it had, it had me beaming, son. I'm smiling hard as hell. I'm smiling hard as me and the guard. Me and the guard was on the corner just smiling like, yo, like, yo, that, that, that was just, it was powerful, son. It made it made the work that just doing that little bit, it made it worthwhile. You feel me? To know that that's the move, man. You got to you gotta give them that. You got to give them that propaganda. You got to be putting in their ear what it is, what you say it is. Fuck what nobody, anybody else say it is. Make it real. Make that shit real, and then you say it and have the ability to make it real. You know what I'm saying? So they come through, they come through the day, my man, it's, it's, it's still real. they like, oh, where y'all? We missed the breakfast. They come down, we missed the breakfast. It was like, oh, where? We got the fish going on over there. What? The little man, like, man, I'm with some fish. He's <laughs> like, yo, the, the older son, like, I'm with some fish, man. He like, fish. He's like, yo, later for that. The brother like, yo, I'm allergic to fish. I'm gonna break out. But the kids, they like, yo, listen, why we try to go over there and get the fish. So she brought them over, but it was good. Like, you know, they they come back out. Like, yo, and they still see that. You know what I mean, we, you know, it's still black power. It's still black power. Matter of fact, I got a picture I sent in the, in the back room. You know what I'm saying? With the, with some of the little ones who was out there all together. You know, we just. But it, it definitely, it, 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 you know, the propaganda is, is is number one. I mean, you gotta be you gotta be beating it on what it is, and you gotta do it subtly. You can't do it outright. You can't just you can't just overwhelm them with it. But you got to give it to them and make them know that it's real. You know what I'm saying? It gotta be done with with love, but with force also. You know what I'm saying? It gotta be done powerfully. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just want to uh, 
to that to you real quick because it said, you know, that just speaking on that, it just, it, it really did. It, it really felt good, man. Huh. Yeah, I've seen the pictures, fam. I've seen the pictures, you feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, man, I'm about that war shit, you know what I mean? We got to teach our people how to, how to war. Because all we doing is standing by idly by. Bombs over Baghdad, and we ain't dropped nine one of them. We ain't fired now missiles and all benefits. Uh, uh, you know, and we, uh, you know, we got to be able to turn this shit into to our favor. Yeah. And and with the with the lack of unity world globally, it's gonna be mighty hard. It's gonna be hard for the Lakers to start winning the championship when Golden State got motherfucking all them players. See, we got to start now because we got to be willing to sacrifice mad generations. Yeah. See, you got to know what your enemy done did. They sacrificed generations for this shit. Shit, brother B. 
meaning that when me and you meet, I ain't going to be talking to your shadow. I ain't going to be paying attention to your shadow, but your shadow always there, ain't it? Mm-hmm. And in your shadow is all the information that that makes you the hologram, basically. You can't go nowhere without it. To that. You can't have information without it. You look on the web, you think that shit is real. Come on, man. The government gave you this. All the information you think you know, nigga, information is war. And you really about to tell me with a straight face your goddamn enemy about to give you knowledge to get free? You a bigger fool than I thought. They know the average nigga can't read through the real shit. They put it right in niggas' faces, but like you said, niggas read... But they don't understand what the fuck they read. So they nah, they think they, they think they fly because they can repeat the word that's on there. And that's why niggas can see shit right in their face, but act like it ain't it. Uh, yo, you're saying that that's one of the reasons why I tell niggas all the time, man. You need fucking, you want a dictionary? Go get you a dictionary on signs and symbols. Why what the fuck going on around here because... The shit these people talking to you don't mean shit. It's the shit that they laying down, the shadow shit that you laying down and you ain't seeing that shit, but it's right there. So again, that's why I was saying earlier in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the chill out that motherfuckers wear suit and ties. <laughs> Got him, coach. That's where it's at, right there. You're like, damn, nigga, I don't, I don't want no shit. Nigga, it's called the New World Order, but somehow that shit ain't real. Yeah. <laughs> that means New World. That means all the leaders, nigga, if you ain't down with it, you get in the ground with it. Yo, listen, right? No matter how many times the presidents of the goddamn country come right out and tell you that this is what the fuck is going down, they say the shit. You hear the white man, these motherfuckers ain't, it ain't the conspiracy theorists on, this ain't the nigga on YouTube in the back room in his motherfucking basement talking about the New World Order. This Rahm Emanuel saying, listen, you know, we're going to take this thing right here. And we think we think it's like, George W., one and two. Right? <laughs> World Order. This Ronald Reagan. This Ronald Reagan. This old Bammy. You feel me? This shit ain't no game. This, nah, shit is so, this shit is so bad. I post a pic of the fucking UN trucks on the motherfucking highway. And then I post the motherfucking bill where the Secretary General signed for the UN to start policing the streets. And they can say, oh, you on that bullshit, Don. Yo, listen. I was like, what the fuck, what the fuck can you do? Son, you saying that, look, I've seen the fucking thing where the U.N. says, look, man, they looking to file charges against the United States, right? This is the slick way they go get in. They look at, they done, they done signed off, Obama signed off where the U.N. can't file charges against the United States, right? They looking to file charges against the United States for how they handling black people, right? And, that, that, and all that is is the pretext for them to come in and take over. And then you got Black Lives Matter at the U.N. Yeah. And George Soho, the shadow man, George Soho's right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got motherfuckers telling me who cares where the money come from. As long as they get the money, who cares? 
You got it. You need permission slips for all them rallies they be doing. Huh? Huh? Them yeah. shit's cost. <laughs> I'm done talking. Yeah. yeah you, you, know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you said about the fucking UN, these jokers is there. And Black Lives Matter, you know, they, but they was there with petition in the UN to come in. We need y'all to come in. Now, when Malcolm was pleading for the UN, that was a whole other time. This ain't the motherfucking Malcolm era. This ain't Malcolm era where we need to take it to the UN. But even then, he didn't know. Yeah. We gotta, we, 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 you got to understand, he ain't know. That's what I'm saying. He had to bully his way to that platform. Yeah, Black Lives Matter got invited. This is not Malcolm era, man. Ain't that time. We, 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 we've been around long enough to know that that's not the game to play. That everybody in cahoots together. Name somebody. Listen, man. They didn't have the technology lockdown with Malcolm. That's what I keep saying, man. You can use history if you want to, but you ain't going to find no still bombs in history. <laughs> you ain't going to find this new laser gun they got for your ass in history. You ain't about to find about this DNA shit they got to modify your shit in history. It's right in front of your face right now, nigga. So you can look 100 years behind if you want to. That's why you're going to stay behind. It's called history. You need the ability to foresee. That's what we lack. Because mm. niggas mm. ain't comprehending what they're reading. All the information right there, niggas ain't comprehending that shit. Yeah, they, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't look at the interface and think the interface is what it is. There's always a program behind the interface, family. These are facts. Anybody that set up a computer to tell you that. The dark web exists. You just playing with, with Yahoo webpage. All that shit got codes behind it that some motherfucker had to put in there to allow you to see what they wanted you to see. Facts. Yeah, you know, you saying that about the dark web, about brass and shit. I said, what the fuck is, you know, and, and like you said, you know, I, I read about this a while back, but then I just seen some YouTube clips. And they was just showing some... some man, I be running scripts at work now, man. I got in the scripted. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting into now. That's the shit. That's what... It runs that whole fucking world. Runs the whole world. And nigga, if you know how to operate a terminal on a computer, you can run the world. That's why I keep saying you got to go back to the Stone Ages, allegedly. Mm-hmm. All this technology is what was is what the fights for. Batteries, resources to keep this modern shit going, computers, all this shit you don't need. You don't need none of this for survival. None of it. And if you think you do, that's how I know you a motherfucking monkey sheep. You sheeple. Hey man, and let me tell you something, man. The world would kill God if they had a chance to. All right? The world would murder God if God came down here, my nigga. Trying to take niggas shit? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus will have a problem, nigga. Talking about some nigga, we got to go back. That's what the Bible means. Jesus spoke in parables, man. It's a story. He ain't never, nobody ever going to tell you he spoke facts. They be lying. All right? That's what the story means. And if he's your savior, niggas guilty. Niggas will kill God and he came on earth. Yeah. <laughs> 
and then put it on a T-shirt. Make a symbol and a cross on it and worship the shit. No, no, that's not what that shit is telling you. Oh, man. Yo, Brother Little, man, that's a simple truth, man. A simple truth right there, man. A simple fucking truth. These motherfuckers are telling you that the people are so savage that if it was a God, man, they come here, they kill him, man. On everything. And that's what it is. You think it, the sheeple will kill the shepherd? Because you ain't letting me die. I just want to have fun and die. got to understand that. You know, uh, 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 the cracker beats Aristotle. The enemy didn't kill him. The fucking people did. Huh? You trying to kick knowledge? Kill this motherfucker. And don't you say yep. on the Nas on the Nas joint, you talking that God body, not that back to Africa shit. Look at that God body shit. We going out to the club tonight. Party and bullshit. That's it. That's all sheep want to do. Sacrifice, make heaven on earth, or hell to the nah. That's why fuckery is so easy to be followed and, and, and mimicked. No integrity. Again and again. Like, look, look, man. The world killed God. They had a chance to. That's all you need to know. Right? You go, I'm a black woman, black man. You call yourself God. Know the world want to kill your ass? All right. God damn, brother, brother. Ain't nothing better than being ruling the ruler. <laughs> huh? Nigga, God came down, oh, I got to get this nigga because I'm that nigga if I do. Got to rule the ruler. That's these motherfuckers' mentality. Mm-hmm. Damn. Brother, that's an excellent assessment right there. Excellent, little God damn. That's why I try to keep telling the family, man, don't. You don't know what the fuck you're seeing. You really don't. You can believe this shit all you want to, but don't never say your nigga brother little ain't told you. That's all I got to say. Don't don't believe shit. I don't even want you to. Uh, and I hope I'm goddamn dead wrong. I'll be laughing at this day. That'd be a great thing. It'll be a great day if you're dead wrong. Great thing. I ain't know what the fuck I was talking about. The world would be a great place then, huh? Yeah, like, you know, but history. You got to, I mean, shit always been. History, you see, what is is always is, my nigga. What, what's that saying? Go, ain't nothing new as a rock. Huh? That means this fuckery always been here, nigga. Huh? See, and y'all deal with the whole unadulterated truth, nigga. Truth is stranger than fiction, first off. 
but you ain't dealing with the whole adulterated truth. Uh, how a crackhead going to stop being a crackhead? He ain't admitting himself he a crackhead. If you can't admit to everything you see, that is, is a high possibility of fake fuckery. What am I supposed to tell you, man? Yeah, if you, yeah, if you, if you got to already think that, it, yo, listen, you're right. When you already buy into it before you even see it, then you're dead. Because when I try to tell you what the fuck's happening, man, there's no way you can see what I'm saying. There's no way you can see what I'm saying. You don't already bought into it already. So I just ask when you just look at all the world leaders, look what uniform they're wearing. When they're like a goddamn nigga work at a burger joint, he got his uniform on. I mean, you're part of some shit. You're getting paid by that contract, and you got to stay within that contract. As soon as you ain't, your uniform's off, my nigga. Man, word to my G Mom, man. Ain't nobody playing in this world but you. That's black power on that. Black power. Hey, brother Lil Sam, man, you know, we definitely got to see this shit from the from 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 the angle and view that they're giving it to us from, man. You don't never accept the enemy POV. You don't never do that. He's a fool, once you do it. You must think, why he telling me this shit? What he want me to think? That's called Hegelian dialect anyway, man. We don't understand what that means. He going to give you information from the left, give you information from the right, political parties, right? Got conservative right up the middle. That's where he wants you to be. Mm-hmm. It's a motherfucking big elaborate charade. You have to take it for what he's giving it to you for. So you got to always know that that's what you're seeing. When you see it, you know you're seeing it for a reason. They only showing it to you to fuck you up. You got to already know that. Listen, man. Whatever the fuck I'm seeing, there's a reason they want me to see this. Now, what the fucking re- y'all? You know what I do? I'm gonna tell you a lot of times, man. I ask my people. They watch different shit and they see shit, and I just ask them. You know, my people who I know, they not really on. They not really on it. So I just ask them, what did y'all think about what you seen? And as soon as they tell me, then I know exactly what the fuck they wanted us to fix. Because I know my people taking this shit hook, line, and sinker. So I said, oh, 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 that's what, all right. That's what, oh, that's what they wanted us to think. Y'all excited, huh? When that movie, when the, when the new slave shit came out, what was it, the new uh, uh, Roots? When the new Roots came out. Negroes come to me, man, I felt so good, man, felt like we Man, it was told different. Who had me feeling like, yeah, they was they they was fighting. Woo and woo 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 woo. It was going down. It was talking all that shit. And I said, oh really? Really? That's what that's what happened, huh? Made you feel good, huh? Yeah, man. I'm telling you, man. Shit, I felt like I was floating. Niggas were talking about they felt like they was floating on air. Oh, you know, they they were older than me. Young boys, young, saying this shit. What the fuck? What? I said, oh, I know that shit was some bullshit then. Ah, oh, brother, boy, why are you saying that, man? Why are you like that? I know it had to be some bullshit. If y'all niggas feel good, then they definitely, that's some of the worst shit ever was on TV then. But how you know? Why you ain't seen it? Because, man, there's nothing that they put on TV meant to make you feel good. It's only uh, unless. It's only made you made you to feel good in order for you not to do nothing. 
scratch your back for you. You know what I'm saying? Makes you feel like you ain't got to fight about slavery because there were some Africans who did fight. You showed you black people selling black people. So you think, well, it was the black sold me into it. You know what I mean? This is the back. Man, when, exactly. See, when your enemy tell you to fight, you don't fight. They create these 9 11 emotional responses on sheeple to get the shit moving in the direction they need because all you need is emotion. Ain't nobody got no reason. That's why I hear the quote is saying emotion for the masses, reason for the few. You got to think about that. That motherfucker had the whole goddamn nation throwing up his shit. There's a whole goddamn Germany. And beyond. All right? The motherfucking military uh, uh, shit was, it's on point. That shit's on point. That motherfucking propaganda, how he, that shit's on point. To this very day. And the shadow people who taught him still moving. And Zionist Jew, motherfuckers. And America's the biggest Zionist the world ever seen. See, if you don't know who running shit, how you going to stop it? Huh? Why do you think the Pope is called the victor of Christ, the vicar of Christ? That means replacement of Christ till Christ come on earth. Yeah. That means he got on earth. Vatican run the world. That's the strongest military and the smallest motherfucking nation in the world. They say who go. They say who run what country. Goddamn, man. Shadow shit, man. X-Files cigarette man shit, man. See what I mean, man? If we don't move like shit's a dire situation, you think you got time. That's why I'm here to tell you you're going to be late to your own motherfucking funeral, nigga. Because they ain't got time like that. Man, they've been operating for time already. They, they got plans, man. They're going at execution. Why like, you need 20 years to get right, they need 20 more for checkmate. Right, goddamn. They 20 moves to checkmate in 20 years to even be able to fight on the... Oh, my goddamn. If being the way I am, niggas want to call testing, I don't give a fuck. Because your goddamn hope is going to kill everybody. You ain't willing to sacrifice yourself for the, for, for the greater good of the nation. For a fucking 100 years from now, shut the fuck up. Don't come telling me shit. Probably ain't even got a pistol talking to me.
Yo, war ain't on the horizon, nigga. It's already here. Shit been here. See? Shit been here. When they first seen the motherfucker, it was woke. Civil War, all that, ain't none of that shit, nigga. Them just names, nigga. I've been kicking your ass from day one. Mm-hmm. Tell the story to the judge. That's what the crackers say. It's, it's about pure power. When I say go, pure power. What I say is true, pure power. Your motherfucking little silly ass words don't trump that. Nigga, you a moth to a fire pit. The brother doesn't set it on fire. The nut was strong too. Playing the facts out about the situation, man. It's dying. You got them, that's military-minded you got to be, man. Everything is military from this cracker, man. He ain't going to give you the Internet without having no military plan for this shit. Oh, you think it's great and good so you can educate people? Oh, there's nobody around. You can just Google it. Shut your dumb ass up. Oh, I can learn anything at the fingertips. Shut your dumb ass up. Man, that's why I hate smarty arty motherfuckers, man. It's a reason. Why I hate entertainers and shit now, man. It's a reason. Fucking jesters, man. And when you do the work for the beast, you're going to get titles and you're going to get rewards. Don't do beast work. Nigga, six feet deep is where you be. Like power. Oh. That being said, from Brother Dondre, you threw the um, clips in the background? Yeah, I put, um, it's Executive Order 13603. All right, everyone go ahead and uh, give an overview of that executive order before we close out. Sure, it's, um, 13603 is the executive order where Obama basically reenacts the slave camps and the seizure of all property from the people, um, the government in the case of an emergency or if they see fit. They will seize all food, water, or put a halt to all transportation, and they will basically enact detention camps where they will force labor on the citizens, whether they like it or not. Those that will refuse will either be detained or dealt with according to their policy. That's the, pretty much the summing up real quick. The highlight that they're um, highlighting is the... Um, the forced labor camps where they're going to be forcing the population to go into labor, basically re-institutionalizing slavery. Now, now, let me ask Brother DeAndre, what's an executive order? Is it is this a kind of myth? Huh? Executive is order? Is that a conspiracy, brother? Someone say this. Because executive orders doesn't go through Congress, so you got the idiots who say that oh, the president can't do nothing without Congress's authority because they don't know shit. <laughs> We've seen them go to war without Congress's authority. <laughs> 
sitting in our Congress. Oh, oh these motherfuckers said, look, we going. Fuck the Congress. But in reality, it's basically Obama or whichever president circumventing Congress, using a loophole in the system to circumvent Congress to get what they want to do done. Ain't the, ain't the president the commander of the goddamn uh, military machine? Yes, sir. That's really his only function, the commanding chief of the army. Mm. So wouldn't it make sense that he ain't got to ask a motherfucker a damn thing as long as the generals is down his own? Of course. And who do you think is going to be marching the streets to put everybody in these slave camps? The military. <laughs> to that. Yeah, he sound like he he like a hundred miles away. You know, hundred miles and running DeAndre on that end of shit. I had this piece of shit headpiece in. Um, that also piggybacks with um, people's assessment that there may not be an election this year with these executive orders coming into place and the idiots they got running. I don't think they're gonna have new people come in. Well, all this shit on the books. I was slave labor, and you got Hillary and Trump. I don't think the people is going to really, um, not the people, I don't think the powers that be is going to allow to have. I think they're going to keep their they colored mm-hmm. puppets in because it goes over a little bit better. Right, because real, I mean, real talk, think, think about it. Think, be right. think about the, 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 how, how it will be received globally. Not that they would give a fuck, but how would globally if they institute forced labor camps with Trump at the helm? It's a lot, it goes over a lot smoother with Obama at the helm. It, it, it's kind of like putting Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. You need the blackface to disgrace the race. Exactly. It's always the sellout motherfucker who do all the dirty work and nobody in our community punish the motherfucker. Niggas are still scared. Niggas are too scared to do shit. Niggas ain't got integrity for shit. Niggas would kill God if they had the chance. Why would they do this? (laughs) Why they do you any different? Now. Well, with that being said, family, you know we're going to set it off for the night. We'll be back tomorrow with a special 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 on the west side, the best side, to really get it in strong on this topic, right? You know, especially we're going we're going to deal with we're going to deal with a little bit of this conspiracy thing that you know people seen it. You know, we're going to deal with that also, as uh, and whether or not these things can happen or not happen. But to be real, Brother B, this is just the tip, tip, tip of the iceberg. Ain't shit ain't even popped off guaranteed. It's got to be more discussion on this because ain't nothing really popped off yet. Nope. Nope. And you know it's going to be the clue when, when, okay, go to war with China. How they going to go to war with China when China own all America? (laughs) And then uh, most of the Chinese citizens in America think, man. So that's why I said the thing with with China. I see I see this shit going down. They they pushing, they doing the strategic 
They going on the back route to try to buy it up. They trying to get it. Man, they following the plan, brother. That you and I don't know nothing about. That shit is all smoke and mirrors. That shit is all smoke and mirrors. You really think China, the, the, the true people who's running China, don't know that the dollar ain't worth shit, and America owing them dollars really means America owes them nothing. They make us out here getting the land for a reason. They don't want no fucking money. You want so, that land? What the fuck y'all talking about? Okay, Talk to America's like, oh, we got these dollars. We don't want that shit. We want that land, motherfuckers. What the resources? So all that oh, we owe China's economy. That's all smoke and mirrors. All these things is doing is exchanging territory. They trying to pull the wolf over China's eyes because our fucking soil and our land really is not producing shit. So they finally. For them thinking that, oh, yeah, we still producing, it's still viable, we just got to get over there and put your people to work. But we trying to go over there and hijack their shit. But the real play is, as always, is for Africa. It's all smoke and mirrors. They jockey for position, trying to fuck each other over to get the continent. And what we need to try to understand is why. We know why. We just don't, I mean, we just don't want to. Do we? Do we? Do we? Do we? We know why. We know why. All the, you really I mean, think it's for batteries and shit? You really think it's for, for what, what resources? You only go grocery shopping when you ain't got no groceries at home. <laughs> huh? And, 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 and that's, that's it right there. I, I, I do believe, I just mentioned that they know that this land isn't viable anymore because they fucked it up. China has no, never been good. a fertile land, and they fucked up. They're not fertile anymore. They can't even breathe the fucking air over there. The so only place where survival. the people, there's only one place where the people pretty much stay to the natural way of things. They call them backwards. They call them third world, on that, but they didn't, they, they, they still don't. Ahead to all this fucking technology and shit because the shit fucks up the planet. So they know where the only viable area is going to be. They're not telling the people that. But the fight is not just for for cobalt and and lithium. Also for fucking mangoes, rice, fucking meat. Survival, my nigga. Period. That's why I keep saying they gonna trade spots with you. Hey, you can move to China, man. We gonna take Africa. (laughs) <laughs> There's not many spots on the planet that you can still go and food is just falling off the trees for you. Just grab it and go. Ta-da. And that's what I've been saying, family. The earth been so fucked up, but nigga, ain't going to be nowhere to live when these motherfuckers get done with it. One bomb. One bomb fucks the whole atmosphere up for life. Like Dr. Clark said, the first man to ever sneeze still affects the atmosphere to this day, my nigga. Hmm. We got to wait. You see that just by looking at that Fukushima shit. How they talk about the, the, the radiation is, is, is got Japan all fucked up, the fish, everything over there all fucked up, and they ain't even really reporting the three nuclear leaks they got in fucking New York. Mm-hmm. See? That's why they're into creating artificial shit, hydroponics, fake atmospheres, and shit like that. Let us with that mom movie, Total Recall. 
where they got they got the left-handed Cali, the nuclear waste of New York, and, and they, they say, yeah, China, you can have this shit. They got a zombie yeah. nigga running around here with no heart pulse. The nigga alive with no part with no heart, nigga. Okay. They they also talking about working on merging the humans with the nanotechnology and all that shit. They they go they trying okay. to make survival. Okay. Why survival? They know the shit's mm-hmm. fucked up. Ain't no reversing. Ain't no reversing in ten years. That's what I keep saying. By the time your dumb ass wake up to this shit, the whole world is fucking desiccated on. Say, ain't no, like Amos Wilson said, ain't no law written in the universe that say you can't be extinct, niggas. But we on that conspiracy theory shit. I know I'm a pessimist. I'm, 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 I'm you know, I'm too negative. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 damn. Last I checked, two negatives make a positive in the cracker math. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not a, a win or lose proposition. In reality, because if you look at it, the way they fucking shit up, there might not be anything to win. I mean, that's it, all it, I've been it, saying. It, 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 let's just say hypothetically, they 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 do go to either a nuclear or a chemical war. What is going to be left for the plan? The people who survive, that's what the fuck are going to We're going to be eating nuclear waste and shit. Right, and we ain't got the science and our own technologies to reverse none of the shit. We ain't been working on it. I mean, they got food banks and shit where they storing the heirloom seeds and all that shit. They preparing for the worst, not us. How My many of us got no joke. We got organic seeds on stash and all that shit. How many of us even thinking along those lines? Well, I got a question for y'all. Um, so that means that they're going to destroy the world that they're going to still have to try to live in afterwards, okay? So even if they go indoor, the cracker whole ego is about domination over somebody else. How are he going to satisfy that if he done killed off all the people that he's used to feeding off of and doing the work for him so he can live in luxury? Well, according, according to their Agenda 21 plan, they have certain areas sectioned off. A perfect example would be the South Africa where they only have a section only the, the whites can go. Niggas ain't even allowed in the fucking area. So they're going to have certain areas sectioned off where in their plan, those areas would be preserved. Who will that work? Who is going to satisfy that so. ego? You know, we're talking about uh, the whole thing is conquer from the time they done got here to satisfy that war. You're talking ego. about a few. First of all, you're talking about a few. The few ruling over the few. many. That's how they shit got started. Uh, yeah, There's always been the few dominating over the many, even when they did it with their own first. Yeah, That's what they're talking game. about. Those few is about to be running shit. They're going to have the whole earth to themselves. If they <laughs> have destroyed it, if they have released, released the nuclear bombs to destroy everything, what they got? That's why I don't think they're going to go there with it. 
Not like queen, that. No. Nah. Queen, uh-uh. queen, they, queen. They are. They do have the mentality. If I can't have it, no one will. I haven't mm-hmm. seen that yet. Because they haven't have been confronted with that. Who's 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 brought it to them like that? So I don't know that to be true. I mean, oh. you know, it could be true, but I don't know that to be true. I look at them like a virus. They, they virus. I say the highest people on the earth commit suicide is the crackers from yeah. their own ignorance. Listen, right, this is what I'm saying, right, when, when we talk about them, they're the type, they, they got a certain type about themselves. They like they like the cancer. they they bound to kill themselves anyway. They're going to kill off on their own selves no matter what. No matter if they, no matter if they try to destroy the world and put pockets, as Brother Dondre said, you know what I'm saying? They still not going to be able to be satisfied amongst themselves. You know what I'm saying? So regardless of whom or what, if they not eliminated, they are going to be pushing forward to elimination of everything because they can't help it. That's just in their nature. You know what I'm saying? That's how I, that's how I look at it. They of course they need to be eliminated because regardless of whom or what, their nature is to destroy. And they're going to destroy themselves. That's what they were doing in Europe before they took their show on the road. That's a parasite. Parasite mm-hmm. going to eat and eat till ain't nothing to eat no more. You, That's you why you see it in their own movies. You know, you see it in their movies how they talk about Star the Trek. The and other bodies and all this shit. They didn't destroy everything. You know, Listen, my, my, my point being talk- is that all I can go by is what I, what's, what's been laid before I got here. And their behavior, you know, they, there's a need in them to have domination. They, they, they have a need in them to feel superior over others. If they've wiped that out, what's going to feed that need? That, that's what started the conquering shit over their own people. They, they've only took that same blueprint that was, that's innate in them, the, the need for, as you mentioned, destruction, you know, though I, there's destruction there, but at the same time there's cultivation because that's what a parasite does too. A parasite cultivates the host because if the host die, the parasite die. Yeah, but Queen, here's what here's the part that's missing. They once they came into contact with us, they developed this false concept of God. Where now they're trying to be greater than God. So they're trying to create shit, and their creations is fucking shit up, like they GMO foods and et cetera, et cetera. So they think they're going to be able to survive over their intellect and creation, and they can't. They cannot, they, they cannot be nature. Well, so see, that's what me and you are going to disagree. In turn, is going to fuck them up. But me and you will disagree on that because I don't think they believe in God. That's a I game think they, they that they've gone on other people. God. Ain't nothing in their behavior. Since they've been here, and they after they got with us, that that will you you there's nothing you can say to me that can convince me by their behavior that they believe in God. No, no. I think they think that they're greater than God. Yeah, no, yeah I can handle that, but they yeah, don't. That's why I said you know that thing. They so, listen, that's what they, God, they think according to their God, what must they have? He must have pawns called people and living things, otherwise he doesn't exist. And queens, they're trying to create them now. They think they can create them. They got artificial wombs and shit now. Well, they think they can actually create people. Well, no, they're not trying to create black people. They're trying I, I to create they white people because they have, because they are anti this realm. 
And they they're trying a... to stay here for as long as they can. So if you're telling me about them creating artificial wounds, that's so they can get their motherfucking numbers up, all right, and keep them up so they can keep domination. A parasite so think... cannot survive if the host die, and the parasite know that. That's why it only goes so motherfucking far. If they can create their own host, do they need the dirty niggas? Say what? To the hell. If they can create their own host, do they need the dirty niggas? Now, if they can create their own 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 footstools, make make uh first of all, just so you know, um, classifying dirty niggas that's a little offensive, but I'll let you know. I know where you're going. I'm, with I'm, that. I'm, I'm speaking from I know where you're going with that. That's why, so, that's, that's, but I, you're I, telling I, me their whole plan philosophy. is to create, so they're going to create uh, humanoids to. Um, <laughs> Feed off of the way they've been feeding off us. As long as they're in control, I see but them listen, what good would that do? The, how, how would they do that if they're going to destroy everything? I'm st- I'm saying that their intent is to create a control. The result is going to be destruction, i.e., the GMOs. As an example, they think. They're going to their, their whole thought process is we're going to wipe out a lot of population to minimize and make it easier for us to control. We're going to destroy this amount of the land so we can make it easier for us to control. But well, they're destroying the guys backfire. But listen, I can hear what you're saying, but I'm going to come with it this way, brother. They already in control. What are you talking about? They got niggas working and non-whites all over this globe for them. They're already the as, as far as I'm concerned, the GMOs are necessary because of them overplanting and putting all kind of parasites in the soil. Because of that, they have to have the food supply. And it's also another means of greed. And not you know, you see it as a, a, one way, and I see it as another way. I, I, I feel you. I, I, let me throw this at you though. Come on with it. How, how about this? Because I see it a little bit like this. The whole they, they, the powers that be view this whole world as a chessboard. We're their pieces, and you got competing families fighting for position. And who, how many of us, their pawns got to be wiped out? They don't really give a fuck. They're jockeying for their position because they want to rule. It's the families, the so-called ruling? families that the families are fighting amongst each other. Are they, they not fighting ruling? amongst each other? Listen, no, can you sell the GMO food in Europe? Can you hold up, brother? Born. Can you sell the GMO? Can you sell the GMO seeds, food that come from the seeds in Europe, and are they allowed to be planted in the soil soil in Europe? No, majority of the countries in Europe ban them. None. They ain't one. Nor can it be planted there. So I see it more as means of greed, as a result of greed again. Because the fact of the matter is that there's more agriculture being produced than is needed. That they, the powers that be destroy more than they actually sell on the goddamn market. Can I add one real quick? Ashe King, thank you for that, by the way. Right. Well, um, I, wanted to, I wanted to say this about, about their rule. The thing that, the thing that uh, I can that I see and from a lot of the information that um, I've, you know, come across 
it's not that they're not in control. It's about how many people they have to, that they feed in. Because, you know, as we said, they deal with a certain type of greed. And this will also add on to the point of Brother Dondre with the GMO because a lot of the GMO food that they um, are, are types of food that once you plant it, it kills the soil, so soil is not able to be used to plant other food in. So it's a dual, it's a dual process. They don't want us to be able to create our, have our own food. Now, when you eat unnatural food, it does unnatural things to you because it's not natural. So you're going to have adverse effects to it. So I think that, you know, the population control thing is a, uh, um, that is something that they, that they're serious. We see this, we see them working on it. We see them poisoning every goddamn thing that they can poison. You know what I'm saying? Where people at in order to reduce population and reduce numbers. And I think that the reason for doing that is because they don't want to pay so much. It costs too much. To feed all these people. Brother Bourne, they don't give a fuck about feeding nobody. That's what I'm saying. So, you so, know, it, it, it don't cost them nothing. They, because if you ain't got money to go buy the food, you starve. They uh, not, it ain't be like we in a system that's giving out free food and all that shit. Like, these bastards no, don't give a fuck. But it is, though. Listen, we, give, we got America's a welfare state, basically. Even though we got people working, a lot of people in America live off of the welfare state. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it is, there's a lot of welfare that they hand out. America's always, we know we got to send money over here. We sending the money over here. We got to, we trying to send money to this place. We sending money to this place. And they like, nah, we can't do this shit no more. And I'm going to send the money to motherfuckers. We got to cut this shit out. Ain't none of this, no more aid programs. We ain't sending aid to nobody. What we do is just eradicate them motherfuckers and just lower the population. And, and we'll still get the product. We're going to still produce what the fuck we need, but we just lower the goddamn population because this shit just is out of control for us right now. You know what I mean? Because, it, it, you know, and, that, and that's how I see that they, you know, they see, you know, they see it by the shekel. They see it by the shekel. Can we reduce the population and still have major shekels off of this shit? And the other thing about them, um, you know, they, they're steadily working hard at the artificial person, the artificial people, to make sure that they can grow these new beings, you know what I mean, in order to do some work out here on these fields that they have already exploited. You know what I mean? But uh, I see both I see both sides of what, of what you, um, you know, Brother Dondre and Sister Camille are saying. It's definitely, you know, I, Something to be just something to be discussed, you know. And, and but I, I definitely see, you know, the push for the lowering of the numbers of people by just exactly what you're saying, Sister Community. They don't, they don't care about this. Like, listen, you're fucking about these motherfuckers. This shit, nah, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? They just, they're like, nah, we don't even, we don't even want to look like we care for people no more. We tired of even pretending like we can. They still got those that front like they doing something and how they when you got um what was it was it Nigeria or Kenya one that one that I forgot which African country was um reporting that the vaccines Bill Gates sent over there 
have sterilants in, he's sterilizing the women over there and shit. They still got their same fuckery going on where they fronting like they're helping the people and poisoning them like they do, like they've been doing. Uh, all about lowering the population, sterilize them, jokers. Give them the AIDS, give them whatever going to keep them from having babies. And you got to also take into consideration who's in Europe. The Queen, the Rothschilds, the Pope. <laughs> all right. Oh, you can call that bitch queen? You can call that cracker beast bitch queen? Nigga, nigga, that's your title. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No harm, that's King. No harm, King. I wouldn't be myself if I didn't say it. <laughs> well, I'm going to stand on my square always. Move nowhere. No what doubt. do you do? Me too. That's, that's why I had to say it, because I got to stand on my. But um, the whole shit is. They don't give up. They ain't never cared about us or anybody but their own survival. Um, I, I, I do you. agree with Francis Quelch Wilson. They are clearly aware of them being the minority. And they have, since coming into that consciousness or that reality of such, they have went out of their ways to find ways to decrease everybody else's numbers while increasing their numbers. Okay, and that in vitro is an example of, of them spending money and time and finding ways where they can increase their numbers. And that's why it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. Now, both of y'all right? They're doing, they're doing both things. They're, doing, they're on both sides of the motherfucking fence while they're trying to make sure that they can keep their numbers sustained or pick them up. You know what I'm saying? They they lowering ours. Look, we got to get them out of here. Find a way to sustain ours by a little bit of the mulatto mixed in. We can do a little mulatto in, but make sure you start to breathe back. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and that's the type of shit we got going on. Bam! I don't even want to say that. They ain't fucking with no mulattoes, man. They all about bloodline. Stop playing. No, I'm talking about, but see, now you're talking about the minority family. I'm talking about just when, you know, just a little population up there where they just try to, you know, get in a little Asian or something, get in something just to keep keep them from getting all paper thin skin every time they're born. Don, make the fuck off. But you know those the those crackers up there and they 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 the paper thin skin ones. When you talk about the, the those that they call themselves the royal bloodline and all that shit. Those the paper thin skin. They've been inbreeding so long that they motherfuckers you can scratch them and they bleed. They're dastardly creatures. You know. They are Fiends are fiends. I, I can't. I can't even find an adjective that I feel is vile enough to really describe the nature of these people and um, the things that they have have unleashed upon this planet. I don't know about World War Three. Uh, I think it's again a high probability of it happening because they need to, you know, make that fake 
shit real, you know, the Bible, Armageddon, all that bullshit. To get more zombies. I don't think, um, they may be okay with one-third of the population being annihilated. They don't care about nobody losing life. They don't care about, if, if, if it means, as you as was illustrated in the quote-unquote world wars that have happened so far, they will kill uh, the lower, uh, the white people that they have enslaved for domination. You know, it ain't like that Cracker Beast bitch and those in England, like her, her line would be out there fighting any motherfucking way. Or, for example, if Hitler had children, that his children would be out there. It wasn't like that motherfucker was on the front line anyway. So it ain't like they're going to jeopardize theirs for their domination, but they damn sure enough don't mind jeopardizing everybody else. They own everybody. That's what a king queen means. You own everybody. That's why you know we gotta uh, we gotta understand what titles we want and why we want them titles. Well, right now that cracker beast bitch is nothing but that. That's that's just a symbol of something that don't exist anymore. That you pimped and borrowed from people that look like me. You're still in my heritage, and or memory of 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 me being a representation of that, and pretending as if you're the original representation of such a thing. But again, one is comes out of the natural environment of free will and freedom, or what we understand that to be. And then one comes out of conquering. You know, Hatshepsut didn't have to conquer and kill her own people and punk them and bully them to be Hatshepsut, where the foul, low-life bitch Elizabeth gets that, or the one named Victoria gets that from being the child of a scavenger rapist, murdering beast who conquered and killed and pimped his own people who were uh, physically not on the same level or didn't have the same brutality flowing up in them to do the same. So it's different, you know. Candace, Queen Candace ain't have to become the queen by brutalizing and raping and pillaging her own people. You know, yeah. Labels are interesting. They probably wouldn't even call kings and queens back then. They ain't speak English. <laughs> well, you know, like I said before, I'm of the mindset of Dr. Amos Wilson. I will redefine any word I want to. I have that right. I do not have to. Power. Call power. See, that's what I was talking about earlier. Power. What I say, motherfucking go. What you want to do? I have the right to resist. And that's how they operate. 
So so that's why I said what I'm saying. Like, you know, you, they create their own history. That's what the fuck they did. The power, that's what power allows you to do, whatever the fuck you want to do. There are ways of getting power. Those monsters came with a way that hadn't been seen before. And I, when I say monsters, I'm referring to all of them. Uh, I don't see the people that are called Arabs any different than I see those that are called Europeans. They're one and the same people. Okay, they have no kind of um, consciousness. They don't. They don't give a fuck about their own mom. They will rape and pillage their own mama to take something. I'm not that kind of way. Now. If you're going to tell me because I'm not like that, that's why they got power over me right now, so be it. doesn't mean that I cannot also be just as ferocious after they done caught me off guard to get my shit back. That's why I was Without saying, having to be an animal and to the extent where I would kill my own mama to take power, where I would poison my own father to take power. No, I'm not that way. Yep, that's why Nat Turner said how many people want to get free. Mm-hmm. And then we got you got to just the 100. So if we ain't willing to do that to the 100, you ain't willing to do that to the enemy. Oh, no. Like I said, I'm willing to kill the enemy. I'm just not willing to be um, a low-down, savage beast like the enemy where I would, I'm so consumed with the thought of ruling over people that I would usurp it from my own mama. You know, they got a long history of that. I would usurp it from my own father. Because I'm so, my ego is so out of control. I I, I I have to have it pacified, so perverted, that I have to have domination of others to feel good about myself. No, that's not what fuels my retribution. My retribution is fueled for out of love for my people, out of love. See, if somebody kills something or destroys something that you love, if you really love it, then you're going to avenge it. You got to get paid back. You can't let it go till it happens. So that's what fuels me, and I'm hoping that's what fueled Nat Turner and why he got at the 100 because of the sick shit that he witnessed happening to his people that it disturbed him so that he wanted to undo um, the brutality of these monsters and put an end to these monsters on the planet. That's what I'm with. I'm with that aspect of it. That's Just why Nat got stopped. They didn't get the 100. The 100 told Massa, hey, Nat and them coming. Yes, there are traitors, Brother Little. That is true. And hopefully we won't make the mistakes that Nat Turner made. So that the traders could prevail. That's why we got to exterminate the 100. Damn the bullshit. That's my motherfucking plea. Be supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. You supposed to not let the motherfucker do that. Well, he did. Now it's time for some payback. You, you know, our people didn't know what it was. And so it got to move on us. Again, okay. like what you're saying, right? That lack of foresight still exists in us today. Well, I think that we got a lot more history and a track record for those who can see it 
of what we're dealing with than what our people initially had when these motherfuckers came about. I give you that. I give you that. No, I'm just that's master teachers. That ain't me. It makes sense, you know. We I got that out of when we went over the destruction of black civilization by Chancellor Williams and uh, a couple of lectures of Dr. Clark. Makes sense to me, you know. Remember, these are people who killed their own children. Remember the the, the crusade with the children, the last one, and then they had oh, to, yeah. to sell their own children to the Arabs. Got marked those that survived. Well, how, how how can you be? How can you be an angel to a whole bunch of demons? Like, that's what I keep saying. Like, you, you got to realize who you're dealing with. But that's what he was saying. Uh, had our people known that that event had happened, you know, they would have understood what they were dealing with. But they weren't aware of that. You know, we didn't have telecommunications like we got today. So they weren't aware that that occurred, what they was dealing with. You know, but we today, in hindsight, and what we're dealing with right now, we, we have the advantage point, you know, we, I don't know how any African or anybody that calls himself an African or if you just say black could not see that these are monsters. There's no, there's no change up in them. They will not repent. There's no such thing as a conscience. But you read about that. My side is twenty twenty two. You're home. So what do you think about the World War Three, Brother Little? Set up, distraction, and the way they motherfucking you trim the numbers by any means. Mm-hmm. And it also play out that Bible bullshit. So it, 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 it touches a lot of Connect for if you will. Or, like we say, domino motherfucker. I say, I'd say, let it go. Let's get a pop. Let it go. I mean, that's the only way, but, you know, we, um, just concerns me is how, like I said, like how can we take advantage of to benefit us? That's the more, that's the just a million dollar question. How can we stay out of the motherfucker and make that shit work for us? That's that's, that's how we need to be um, trying to figure shit out. True. Uh, well, no time like present. They want our shit. Because, you know, it's order out of chaos. So, um, you know, the chaos comes and we got order ready. Well, if the North Koreans and the Chinese hear this, I ain't got no problem with you. Right? You got the same. <laughs> well, well, hey. Your problem is my problem. Said. What do you say? Don't be a call, call me, nigga. Really... <laughs> I'm just saying, they problem is my problem. Can we communicate? We need some resources. And see, that that's the, see, you know, allies, you know, hey, you know. 
Shit's bigger than Nino Brown, man. Shit's bigger than Nino Brown, man. Can I get a corner store? <laughs> Can I get a fruit stand? No, I'm serious. Let's talk. That's real though. Does, does Russia have a history of invading other nations? Negative. Besides, they they territory that they felt was theirs, that whole you know that area and all that. No, they ran all that. But besides that. Well, you have, uh, why was Catherine called the Great? Wasn't she kind of imperialistic there? Her pops and all You got to remember, Russia Russia was one of the biggest kingdoms back then. Man. It ran shit. All the pressure come Russia. from Russia. Caucasus Mountains. Well, why do <laughs> you bring that up about Russia, by the way? Oh, because I, I, they're... they're put up as one of the antagonists to the globalists along with North Korea. So looking for some resources military-wise could be a viable option. But without knowing their history and their actual true motives, it might not be a viable option. Doctor Clark says, "You can't have no friends if you can't punish them. Then it ain't no friendship." Well, you know, so we don't got shit no like friends, that. but we can use uh, your enemy. Your enemy is your friend for the time being, right? As long as you're in a position to punish them. If you ain't in a position to punish them, you should fall back. Because when they want to make that move on you, you ain't going to be able to stop it. True. You don't let random niggas in your house and see the safe and see the numbers to the safe. Well, I am interesting, interested in seeing, if this does play out, what will Russia do? Will the communism relationship or brotherhood supersede that of pigmentation? If, I'm going to say this. There's new world order for a reason. Russia part of the new world. Don't get, don't get, don't get nothing twisted. They the OG granddaddy crackers. And that's why I want I I would like for things to happen For that face to be shown To me I don't see why um, The Asians do not link These Asian nations Eventually don't link up They would have more leverage And a position More of a position to handle themselves Militarily linking up against the West, then don't go on about it individually. And if they do link up, if, for example, North 
Korea becomes a whole, links up with China. China links up with Vietnam, and Japan hops in, and they all rock out. What will Russia do? Let's Russia, being the granddaddy, as you just correctly manifested, may they have to show their face. They roll as the bad guy. Were they were they um, all united prior to British imperialism? Yeah, that's the superpower. That's the first superpower. You know they wild mongols up there, man. They all related. No, so, they, deal, they they pretty much only deal with cracker shit. You know what I mean? Russia big than a motherfucker. They, they have they they have to overcome the same some of the same mental bullshit that the continent we have to overcome because they have been taught this false sense of separation that they're different people by the imperialistic British. As long as they think they're separate people, they're never going to come together. It's the Chinese jumping on the Japanese, et cetera, et cetera. Now, see, they all know they're related. It's about who's going to tell me what to do. And the realization that they have a common enemy. Because let's not forget, the West whooped up on Japan, Hiroshima, the bombs, you know. China, 100 years, pimping them out, getting them strung out, whoring them. Vietnam, Korea, it ain't like the cracker ain't showed his ass over there. Like, all other places he done been in. You know, and the only good thing that's going on now with, with Russia, but again, like I said, they, they they can kiss the makeup on the drop of the dime because I do feel that they will fall in line under pigmentation at the end of the day. This motherfucker Putin fucks with Trump. He won't Trump to win, and not Hillary. He don't like Hillary. He's looking forward to U.S. relations being repaired. He came out that old motherfucker's own mouth, sitting behind a New World Order goddamn blue background. Mm. Now, is Trump old establishment or new establishment? Is he that old money or that new money? It's called New World Order. He wears suits and ties. Trump is. Got to watch the uniform. Well, is he really old money? Well, no, not old in terms of money. coming from Europe, you know, with the band. American money. The, the American money state. is all new money. But yeah, he like you know, great grandfather, grandfather started getting up. Grandfather, poor white trash, who took advantage. Or pimping, selling alcohol, whatever else. See, well, Russia, Russia, been really the, the that's the Byzantine Empire, pretty much, man. So you know, they just changed names to change into Russia. <laughs>
they all the same to me, brother. <laughs> the Slavs. The Slavs turned into Russia. See? Yeah, they, they all crackers at the end of the day. They all fucking dirty ass. Double fucking beast, but. Let them the OG Vikings. So I said, Granddaddy. Them the original wild Neanderthals out there. Pillishing and raping. Mm-hmm. Keep what you kill. Uh-huh. Them kind. 19. I think 19. Hell yeah. Eat what you kill. <laughs> that too. They love babies. Hey, hey, what, what the hell? What brother Mickey Ross that? Hey, don't they kill a crack of these bitch every hour on the hour? That's yeah, right. they damn sure do. Oh, that, that's the hey, that's the original gun clappers. <laughs> that's why they ain't dropped no nuke on them. Don't even fuck with Russia. Man, hey, you know Granddaddy crazy, man. Don't even fuck with that nigga, man. No wild Russians everywhere. No wild Russians everywhere. You can't just drop no nuke on them. No big thing gonna get no get back. No, they got one of the strongest militaries, man. They got everything, everything, everything. Bugs, nukes, everything. You you don't never hear Russia getting punked. No, not really. You know, they only took that little embarrassment with Afghanistan, but that was thanks to their cracker beast brothers over here. But, you know, India also has um, the bomb nuclear um, weaponry. So does Pakistan. So it's not like just this country or uh, the Westerners and their little pocket in the land that they stole and renamed Israel have it. There are some people, uh, China as well, you know, people that are not white that have that technology as well. Yeah, that's why they let all the Indians control your um, telecommunications. It's allowance. Mm-hmm. You've got to understand how military bases is set up everywhere around the world. And then see if, you know, they develop their technology after the military base got established or prior. Most likely it's, you know, the latter. True. But is that the case now for China, who, thanks to the Sultan bringing out that information that time on the show, and had to look it up, is number one in the production of military weapons right now, not this land yeah, over here um, called America, and not Russia. And that's the first time. Then they catch two bombs. Yeah, they could have they could have got in and finished off the job even more if they wanted to. Why they waited to let them rebuild, that's the claim, knowing that's everything. That's the thing I caught the bombs. That's the thing I caught the bombs. But, oh, um, right, didn't, China right. get, didn't China get a lot of their um, military technology from Russia, being what they communist partner in the 70s and 80s? They did as well as getting information from 
American scientists. See, they played the okie doke. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And now they are doing their own motherfucking thing. Mm-hmm. Just like Japan. Uh, yeah, that's that's Britain, how the cracker did us. Did we not let Britain the cracker in China. and teach them and share information and share technologies? And then the motherfucker flipped it on us? Started working on his own shit? Did he not do that? So I'm hoping that, you know, China, the them Asians, them cracker beast looking things that call Asians, you know, they their variety. Um, they mixed and shit. That they have a sense of uh, get back. And that I'm hoping that they have been planning for the last hundred years on that revenge. Same thing with the Japanese. Doing what you got to do, get what you need to get, make it happen. And in the midst of this, we need to be plot playing and strategizing. Like Brother Little said, man, we need to be able to, we need to be figuring out a way to knock this bitch back into the Stone Age. Exactly. Numbers count. That's what we got right now. That's where our power lies. Numbers count. But like he said too today, if they drop a bomb <laughs> on your numbers. You know. That's why we need that EMP. Yes, indeed. But you know, I found out something fascinating that, you know, to show you how they do, they will take information and do what they need to do. When they were um, becoming an ally with India, um, the Cracker Beast British, that's after having a war with them because India initially was an ally of France, Napoleon at this time period. And so um, when British or England came to try to um, hit the French Empire strategically by selling over to India and taking them out in that region, you had um, this, uh, give me a moment, but what I want to say is that this particular um, leader, at the time, they are the ones who created the rocket. They had a rudimentary form of the rocket that they used on the British, even though his planning was, um, his means of attack couldn't succumb them. You know, he did significant damage to this Indian leader with his um, rudimentary rockets, and they were so impressed with it that they got the technology and reworked it, and that's where we get the rocket from. Well, where they get the rocket, excuse me, no we, because I ain't with that, where they got the rocket from that they now have perfected. So I say all of that to say about being able to um, get information from others, playing that role where you are um, able to get information to utilize and then flip it on your enemy. Just like the beast. Wouldn't that be natural though in war? Next time we come down here to see them, 
we're knocking their heads. But even in defeat, because that's what, ain't that what the Asians did? They played that role, right? Like the crackers say, oh, yeah, you you waxes. They did, and, and they, they, they put that face on, come in, we need help now. And that's exactly what the West did, thinking that that would allow them to westernize that area and take over the region completely. And in reality, it gave Japan, um, it lifted to new heights, as well as China. So much so that China owns a significant part of this country's debt, right? Remember, back in the day, who who talked about China and technology in the same breath? Wax shit came from China. And they played that role, let the Americans come in with their scientists, shut up, set up shop, teach them, and then they took the ball and ran with it. Yeah, that's the interface, but, you know, we got to see what the terminals say. You know, we got to always look for the shadow. They leave no no stone on turn when it comes to running shit. Mm-hmm. So, like Britain smacking their ass up. Did Britain allow all this to happen? Why did they allow all this to happen? That's the UN. That's NATO. A.K.A. America? Europe? You know, and in fact, I'm going to say Europe, meaning this land that is called America, because it's the same damn people. I mean, basically, you know, uh, they do the dirty work. You know, they both got the red, white, and blue. So, you know, France too, and so ain't nothing changed. You know, they gangbang right in your face. I say, yes, they do. They're the true bloods in the Crips. Democrat and Republican. Red and blue states, see? Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. I mean, they're the real gangsters. We we want to be gangsters. Word to Dr. Khalid Muhammad. That's the Masons. Three Masons in Scottish West. Hey. Terminal, that's the shadow. You gotta see it. Mm-hmm. And the question would be, like I ask, why they copy Egypt, red, white, and blue? Hmm. 
Well, why do you think? Fortune passed down. The relay baton. Whether inadvertently or overtly. Well, I haven't, I don't know anything that a cracker didn't want to steal, whether the shit was nailed down or not, so. They they know what it was. Um, that was, uh, by the way, the sultan of Mysore in southern India. His name was Tempo Sahib, and this was in a battle with the British in um, 1799. When he um had him fucked up, it was in April in the battle, one of the battles in 1799 in April. The rocket fire disoriented the normally unflappable um, Colonel Arthur Wesley, uh, the future Duke of Wellington, and forced them to retreat. And make a long story short, after they were able to finally to defeat. Uh, Tipo, the Sultan at the time of Southern India, um, they then came in, found out how he uh, made his rockets and worked on that shit for four years, good four years, you know what I'm saying? They hauled away hundreds of the rockets, the rocket launchers, and fire-ready rockets, and four years later, they began their own rocket program at the Royal uh, Woodwind Arsenal in England under the directions of William um, Con- Congreve or some shit like that. Yeah, it was Congreve, C-O-N-G-R-E-V-E. And it was the so-called Congreve Rockets, improvement on um, the Sultan's, Temple Sultan's Rockets that provided um, the Rockets red glare when the British bombarded Washington, D.C. in 1812. And the rockets were clear and the bombs bursting in there, huh? It made me think of that song when I'm reading that, King. When I was transcribing that shit. Absolutely. Look, family, I'm getting too old. I can't stay up long no more, man. You hear me? Yeah, we put the crackers in the trunk, man. Yeah, all right. Uh, it got it got restarted when the super came in and y'all jumped in, y'all jumped on in. So it reconstituted. Uh, Brother Dondre, I was down for the count. About uh, said thirty minutes to one. <laughs> so tell you it's just a long day. But listen, we can go to the back room and chop it up a little bit. But we go to the after party. So, um, y'all come check us out again, man. Tuesday, news, news, and more news. You know how I do it right here on Feeling the Ground, man. Just staying African for a second and third. So, to put it in the right, right and proper perspective, we're going to leave out with a praise in that Turner. Glory to God. We long live the spirit of Dr. Collins of Dude Muhammad. Praise Harriet Tubman. Glory to Ivy B. Wells. Long live the spirit of Sister Fanny Luhane. A BB48. Cracker in the truck. I was thinking too.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.